Gordon? Gordon is recording. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> man. Right. Welcome on Freedom 35ers Cardano NFT podcast. We're on episode 27, technically episode 28 for the OGs. My name is Tommy. I go by T-O-M-Y. My name is TJ. I go by Lazy T. And I am the other Tom. I go by Lavish Bear. And tonight we're joined by a very special guest, um, you know, one of the OGs, I'd say, inside the space and somebody who I personally got started, um, or one of the reasons I got started in the Cardano itself, Jack Fricks. Jack, welcome on. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, excited to be here and I'm excited to talk about big, big things today, lots of things. Oh my God, we got so much to talk about, dude. It's an honor to have you on. Um, like I said, it truly... It, I, I got into Cardano last summer, man, and uh, you know your videos were some of the ones that I got into it, and uh, you got me excited. Not gonna lie, um, so it's cool and fun to have you onto the show right now. It's kind of surreal how fast stuff moves in this space. So we appreciate you, uh, you being here tonight and talking CNFTs with us. Yeah, back then, uh, first NFT, only ones right. on probably too, Tommy. When you were looking back that summer, that probably wasn't much else on YouTube as far as Cardano NFTs went. There were quite there were a couple of them. I was listening, I was watching like Dan with Crypto Capital Venture at that time. And then but Jack had started to like start making his way in there. And then I would always I just found myself like drawn to your videos um back in that time frame because it was like simple to the point and you weren't over promising anything. It was just kind of like a real take on stuff. Um so I appreciated um, you know, the way that you covered stuff. And then eventually it led me as I discovered CNFTs, I saw your journey started to get into them as well. Um and yeah. it was and then it just kind of took off from there. Um, but yeah, dude, we're excited to get you on. Um, and then for anybody who's listening, if you haven't for some reason heard of Jack um, and or Stick Fricks and, and the multiple other projects um, that he's involved with, um, Jack, can you kind of introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do um, and how you got into Cardano and CNFTs. Yeah, so pretty much a year ago, yeah, almost a year ago now, we're talking about this earlier. Uh, back in May last year, 2021, I made my YouTube channel. I bought Cardano probably like a month or two before. Um, that was like, I've only been in crypto for just over a year now. And then, uh, made my Cardano YouTube channel, basically just talking about Cardano. And I kind of learned as I went. And as Tommy mentioned, I got into NFTs, um, probably just before you guys, just when you guys started watching my videos, Yeah, I've been making YouTube videos now for, you know, almost a year, I think a couple hundred videos usually every day. And it's kind of led to where I am now. I made my own projects back in September of 2021, Stick Fricks. I'm still working on that, still lots of developing things and just really making YouTube videos every day and being on Twitter most of my time, honestly, it's an a little bit of an addiction, oh, yeah. but yeah. Oh my God. So I know, um, Twitter, you know, YouTube is like the big thing and we're, we're learning now as we're just getting going. Cause you know, we started off as a podcast and it was supposed to originally be audio. Uh, we kind of found an appreciation for like more of a, a show aspect, I guess, as, as we started to kind of turn into man, dude, YouTube's a hard job, man. I don't know. Uh, how were your experiences in the early days doing that? Um, well, to be honest, I did have a YouTube channel before the Cardano one. I had like 200 videos on that one. I was doing the same kind of thing every day, but it was on a different topic. It was just like uh, more less specific, more like just making money online. But it, it wasn't like it's more entertaining to do something that you're passionate about, like Cardano specifically getting down into something than mm -hmm. what you're just looking at every day. Normally, you just get to make a video on it. And it, yeah. it works out pretty well, I think. 
Absolutely. Well, I wanted to kind of bring it up here as we do on the channel, um, just to kind of showcase it off, man. You've been crossing the game. I, I forget how many, I want to say it was like three or 4,000 subs when I had originally seen you back here. So pushing over almost 23, man, congrats um, on the success. It's been awesome to kind of see your journey um, as you've been growing. And I know, like you said, you've taken off with your stick fricks project. You have the Jack uh, stake pool as well. Um, and I think you got some other stuff in the works um, as well, right? Yep, for sure. Which is dope, man. So kind of to introduce you uh, a little, a little bit of things if, for Jack, if obviously you might've seen him online uh, with the classic, uh, is this part of the stick fricks collection, your profile picture uh, here? Yeah. It's part of like a sub collection of like the Frick click. It's if you own okay. 10 stick fricks, anyone can get like drawn into it and they just basically drop me a reference image and I drop it for them and I mint it for them. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the first one I did. It was my own. So yeah. Ah, that's so that's fun, man. And then um, I know the big thing with you, you're always like uh like play is that you know, I'm in I'm in the basement, I'm in mom's basement over here just talking about NFTs and Cardano. <laughs> yeah. Um is that uh, is that still true? Are you still in the basement? Yeah, right yeah. now. You can't see it because we got <laughs> we got this year, but I am We're in, in space, yeah. basement. Are we gonna get a basement tour one day on the on a video? Uh, maybe, maybe when I leave the basement, but I think I'll still have to have a green screen behind me when I'm wherever I move to. There you go. Oh, um, it's, it's, it's wild to see, man. Um, I, I love, I love your persona online though, too, as, as everybody's kind of grown. It's just like real, it's honest, it's simple, but at the same time, man, you know, you know, your stuff it's, you know, and that, that's one thing that I do really appreciate you, uh, for, you know, it's fun to see, you know, somebody who actually likes it and enjoys the space and knows a lot about it and is here to help improve it. Um, so it's, it's been nice to see that. Um, but I wanted to kind of introduce you to, um, over to the project. If anybody wasn't familiar, I know this was maybe back in, like you said, September of 2021 back then. Yeah, that's when it started. Same day as Clay Nation, actually. It was interesting. That's wild. What a crazy day. Was that a planned or was that just like, I have no, no idea. I'm just mentioning. I didn't even know. <laughs> Did not even know. That's a crazy day to come out. Imagine the comments. Stuff was so different back then, though. You know, it was like it was. it was like everything was mooning. It felt like at that time, like it just, you know, if you release something, it seemed like it was going to be, you know, somewhat successful um, in that era. Was. No. And, so and everybody was so right naive. Away within the hour. Yeah, everybody was so naive back then. I feel like we had no idea what was about to come, and it was just like the feel good time. I feel like back in yeah. that time, and we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, minting on my Roy, putting oh, it up yeah. on uh, seeing a TIO, <laughs> waiting to see if someone was actually going to no. send the eight after they sent <laughs> <Yep>. the offer. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Yeah, we've come such a long way, but yeah, can you explain a little bit of it uh, for anybody? I know um, you, you know you're kind of evolving this this project, but what was the inspiration for you to start a project? Was it just kind of yeah, hey, I want to get myself involved in the space and kind of try it out or, you know, what, what what led you to get to that point? Yeah, so back, I think it was in like July or August, I was really just, you know, I was getting into NFTs, everything was really new. And I had like, I just wanted to make something. I didn't know what it was. I just wanted to make something that I could say, hey, like, I made this, it's a collection, like people could use it as a PSP and stuff. So obviously at the time, I didn't have like a bunch of money to pay artists or anything like that. So I drew them all myself. And oh, wow. that, that's, why they're that. stick, that's why they are stick figures. That's why they're not super complex <laughs> or overly, you know, maybe not the most artistic. But um, yeah. yeah, that's what led to me just creating something. I met some random guy on Twitter. He partnered up with him as a developer and we were on our way really. He helped me with a lot of the back end and the website and stuff. Dude, it it looked. Yeah. It, I did not realize that you guys actually drew that, or you drew that yourself out there. Um, and then because at that time it was just like, okay, well maybe you know people are putting, you know, getting hooking up with artists or whatever it was back then. Um, and as of course my nine hundred tabs over here are loading, maybe the website won't load. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, it was just 
different out there. We just assumed everybody was out to, you know, just either create art or partner with somebody, get into the space and see where it kind of takes them. So I didn't realize that, you know, this was uh, actually you. Um, that's really cool to know, actually. Good little backstory. I think yeah. it's up now, Tommy. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Look at you. You're eagle eye over there, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would want, this is one thing that I really loved about it when I first saw it come out. was like, you know, we were in, in school. We were oh, those OGSs, over. man. All yeah, over dude. my paper. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, those, too. Dude, it's so cool. And uh, just the frick whole the theme of it, man. It was just, it was different at the time. It was just something different. It was a fun, it was, it was fun. You know, it wasn't taking itself super serious or anything like mm -hmm. that. It was just something fun to get into the space and, and go from there. And of course, like, you, you know, I, we figured, you know, you were big into Cardano at least. And, you know, we weren't, it wasn't something that you were just going to throw out there and just kind of dump and then walk away from. So yeah. um, what I wanted to kind of showcase now and kind of lead us into kind of our first topic is, um, we've seen a lot of stick figure stuff coming inside the Cardano space. Um, can you kind of explain a little bit of this uh, first image here? You kind of gave us a little teaser um, over here. Yeah, so there is a collection over on Ethereum called the MFers. Like I don't know how to say it. D-Bag MFers, I think so is the, yep. That, that, that's a Cardano one, but the original one is on Ethereum by like yes. Sartoshi. Um, mm -hmm. And it's kind of it's kind of recently came up under Cardano with the D-bag ones and bringing kind of public domain talk into Cardano. And a lot of people, um, I, don't, what I, I don't know what their opinions are on it, but I, I really like it just seeing people create things based on other things, like true derivatives. Yeah. These things aren't like just ripped off. Like, I guess they are, they're copied in a sense, but it's from something that's public domain. So like, it's more like no rights reserved. And yeah. that's where... I see a lot of things growing from on Cardano. I know a lot of people don't like it, but um, even my even stick fricks, what I'm doing over there with that teaser was basically saying like, hey, I said this in my video early today, if you have one of the OGs, you can, you're going to be able to claim for free the one of one version as this kind of Murfer version. I'm gonna go. Okay. Murfer, I don't know. I've never heard Murfer yet. I'm gonna go. I don't know. I, 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 the only it? reason we get this is because we did an interview with um, the old money crew um, over there, and they're the yeah, MFers. Okay. So yeah. that's that's the only reason yeah, okay, I got that okay. pronunciation. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, so the D bag MFers. So if you're holding the stick frick, you're gonna be able to trade that in for this new collection that you're working on. Uh, yeah, but we're not not even trading. You're just gonna be able to claim it for free. Um, if for nice. the ones you hold, it'll be like a oh, claim cool. period. I'll have more information about it soon. But yeah, that's what I'm working on now. Really, um, trying to just get people also aware of the public domain side of things because I do yes. think it has a big place in NFTs. Um, especially going forward, as like I don't know how much you guys know about public domain or interested in it, but I just see it as a kind of an end game for NFTs having like. Anyone can go ahead and grab the original ETH collection for the MFers, and they can go ahead and, you know, e even like um, Pepsi or Coca-Cola could just take them and put them in their brand or something, kind of elevate yeah. themselves up. Um, I don't know it happened with Nounsdow on Ethereum. They kind of had, mm -hmm. uh, they had yes. their little glasses, their public domain too. Um, they had their little glasses in a Super Bowl commercial kind of because someone in the community pushed for it, right? So like it just allows for a lot more things, a lot more flexibility, um, from projects and just from like anyone being able to do anything with their, with their IP really. That's interesting when it comes to NFTs. The only time, the only time we really deal with that, you know, is finding music or something for an intro, you know, and come across yeah, copyright things yeah. in that kind of way. But otherwise we, you don't necessarily see it a lot, you know, normal day-to-day -day stuff. So seeing it in NFTs, um, it definitely can get interesting. Like you said, how many projects and can, can go and incorporate that for, you know, just fair use for use. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, the cool thing too is like, I mean, how perfect, like for you, of course, like the D bags um, and then the stick fricks, like, does that, does that translate the two? Um, so that, I mean, that's, an, that's an amazing thing. Cause I, that wasn't a word that I really, I, I didn't know it to be honest with you. Uh, the CCO, which I guess I'm over here Googling right now is the creative common zero, um, over there, which yeah, basically yeah. just allows you to enable the creator to, you know, to allow NFTs to be owned or whatever it is by others, um, inside of that IP. So you have to actually like the whole thing with it is you have to either improve, add, or do something to it, or it can't, it just can't be the original artwork. Well, um, no, no, not really. So. There's, it's pretty much no rights reserved, at least as far as I understand. So if someone owns the NFT on Ethereum, one of the, like, say, they own the NFT of a very specific one, that exact artwork, anyone can take it and do whatever they want with it, really. Um, it, like, the only reason you have for owning it is proof of ownership and kind of like to say, hey, I own this, like, you can flex on it. Yeah. Um, so w- which kind of is the point of blockchains, right? Proof of ownership, but also it still allows anyone to do whatever they want, which I like. Some people don't like that. So that's why I see why people come in and they they say like, hey, I don't want to, I don't like this derivative or whatever else, but I really do like it. Um, I think it's it's kind of like people are on the fence about it. Usually they either like it or they don't. Um, I I think I mean I'm I'm open for it because it's something different that allows others to express like creativity, like you said, and it just opens a new lane, um, you know, for for new people trying to get in over here. Like you said, if that if that's something that people enjoy and it created for me, like the D bag MFers, like we have a guy inside of our discord, his name's Tal crypto. Um, he's all over Twitter spaces out there. And he just sent, sent us a link into our discord one day with these D bag, you know, the D bags over here. And it was like, Hey, go mint these. And I'm like, I looked at it. He goes, don't ask why just go mint them. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. Like I, I clicked on it and like, you know, you go to the website. I know they're sold out right now. Um, but I went over to the website and it literally was just like, um, one thing mint one and that's all it was. And I, this is all the website was, you know, just click mint. And I was just like, okay, like, sounds good. Um, I minted one just for, you know, basically like shits and gigs just, just to have fun with it. And then, um, dude, all of a sudden I just see nine, like 900 people online are just boom, 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 D-bag, D-bag. And then all the profile picks started changing. Um, and then our whole NFT space really started to kind of take over with these profile picks. Um, and it was fun. And that that was the one thing that I enjoyed. Whether you like the project or not, it was just kind of fun to be in on it, right? Uh, yeah. and, and that's why I liked it. Um, and, and they're still doing really well right now. And there's no rhyme or reason to it, right? Like some people are upset. Yeah. Like real artwork doesn't get the attention that it needs, but stuff like this moons. And it's like, it's more than that, though. You know, it's not always just necessarily. It's like a movement or a community ra- rallying around it, though. I think that's what it is more more so. And it just like you said, it flexes the profile. I can never tell. Ever. Is it for the <laughs> memes, though? Is it like, do people really enjoy it? Is it just? I don't say like, it's a meme. I'm just saying just it's like a community a fun thing. thing. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's for the community thing. It's just for the memes. Like, we're all just gonna go buy this because it's like silly, <laughs> and then now it has like value because people are buying them and making them. I mean, they do make their own then market for certain ones and certain traits because of that. Um, it's just weird sometimes which projects they choose to do that with and which ones are going to... It's usually know, the ones I'm not off. involved in. Those usually, right? Wrap around the community. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, man, it's just, for me, I like, it's fun to have fun sometimes too. Like it's, why you know, there's no, nothing wrong with doing that. Um, and, you know, like the people who, I mean, it's just thing going to be around, you know, a year from now. I mean, I don't, personally, I don't know. I mean, I can't say yes or no. I would assume it probably wouldn't be, a, you know, what it is, but somebody may evolve it into something new from here. But this is kind of just the spark of, you know, the conversation. Because again, that word CCO, I did not know it before this thing existed. So, 
that right there it just kind of pushed the space and put it out to the forefront for people uh, to be able to maybe explore it in other avenues. You've dealt with, I mean, we deal with public domain. Like I said, we choose our songs. I think it's something like any song made before 1924, I'm going to say that's what it is. It's something like that is in the public domain. It's just free use. There is no, uh, you know, right restriction. You can put it in whatever media you want. It's just like, like the entertainer, like that song. Those you can just, they're just free use public domain songs. Um, so yeah, we do deal with that a little bit, but yeah, I've never, I've never actually dealt with it as far as like in an art style. Um, usually, you know, like IP like that is so heavily protected. It is cool to see some projects kind of open that up too. Like this is for everyone. Yeah. I mean, and then Jack has, like I said, it's allowed you to kind of explore it in a different manner now too, where, you know, maybe a few weeks ago, I don't know if this was something that was on your radar and you kind of were already in the works with it, or if it's something that kind of popped up and you're like, yes, I like that. I'm going to take that and run with it kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I don't even know when I think it was, I think it was right before, like, I saw the D bags minting and I was, I was working on kind of that, I, this idea already. Uh-huh. Um, and like, it, it wasn't, it was, they're very close together when I started working on it. And when I actually like saw the minting and I was going to go mint them. And then I woke up the one day and they're sold out and I was like, Oh, I was like, I didn't think they were, were going to sell it so quick, but um, I realized people actually do like just meme, like the, I, oh, yeah. I think it's really Aussie. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Aussie exactly. NFTs. They, they were just flying off the shelves. Yeah. And they meant they had no value, nothing about it, but people like to be in on the joke. They wanted to be a part of it. It allowed to give them a platform. And then at the end of the day, those guys ended up like, I mean, look what they're doing now. Now, Jack, you're part of the one of the stake pools for the spoops, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so it, it's a crazy how things can evolve over time. And like I said, as long as everybody has good intentions with whatever it is that they're doing and it's pushing, helping push the space forward, it may not be in the most conventional manner or the way that you thought it was going to help, but in some way it's doing something to further our space. And I think that's what's important. And that's why I think people attach to that stuff too, because one, you want to be in on a joke. You want to feel like you're a part of it because again, if it moons, great. If it doesn't, at least you had some fun while you were doing it. Um, and then on top of that, you may get somebody who actually runs with it and creates something new that furthers you know, where we go from here. So um, I just had to kind of mention though too, because our guy Tao over here, who we've known over here, this guy yeah. actually took the utility of this stuff. He ended up aping into these things and just don't recommend doing this um you know this, this stuff cannot happen all the time we had actually traded uh these d-bags for a space bud over here um so i mean it, it look at the value that happened can you imagine getting a space bud from kind of degening into this that's that's the ultimate degen move is to degen that's into hilarious. these things and then get a fucking space bud how many uh, did so, he buy overall too and he, he, he had like 115 like, yeah. or something crazy something crazy Holy. Holy. yeah like insane right like can you imagine just going hard like that's like some commitment right there right so like just i'm gonna hammer 100 it's a hell of things. a barter system he did there right like yeah who like, i don't know man it's crazy the world uh that we live in and this stuff moves fast and you know two weeks from now we cannot be talking about this at all but um i have a feeling that we are this is going to continue to open up some avenues and then um jackie yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what you end up doing with it too um, but if you're, you know, if, you know, the stick, uh, the, the pixel art, the, you know, whatever we want to call this, I guess, just stick art at this, yeah, like it's simple. Stick, to right? use it. Yeah. 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 If, if that's not your taste and you, you know, you're actually looking for, you know, artwork over here, that's, that's beyond that. Sure. Everybody's got their own taste, but, um, overexposed. I mean, we can't not talk about this project. Um, it's been, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about your project and your NFT that you got this anymore. Segment? I've, for you. Yeah. I thought we banned this topic. I thought there was a vote. Me and TJ voted on it. 
it. Two against three. <laughs> Two against one. It's uh, not because of the project per se. It's because Tommy in the project. Let yeah, they, the there's a there's a joke around here, Jack. If you haven't seen us yet, um, that I get the lucky mints on our on out of the three no, of us. It's not uh, a joke. It, it's, it's, a, it's not a fact. joke. It's a fact. <laughs> it happens every time. So we're literally I, on today, a we were literally on a show talking about they were they were teasing you about how lucky you get, and then twelve hours later you had a legendary. So yeah, so so of course it just happened to be the timing. Um, but overexposed, Jack. I'm sure you obviously if you've been in the space, you've seen this as well. Yeah. Um, but this is you know some of the the high quality artwork from the artist Ren Ellis, um, who was on Ethereum prior to this. Um, you know they've got uh, I believe four or five Jeff over there doing some of the, you know, the, he's basically their visionary out there, but they've been pushing for this space and been grinding, doing it the right way. They had a nice uh, lottery system. Uh, they did the pre-mint yesterday. Uh, public mint's actually going on currently as we speak right now here on 427. Um, but man, Jack, what are your, uh, what are your initial impressions of overexposed? Did you get in on the mint? Yeah, actually I was lucky enough to get on the, on the public mint. Um, nice. and I mean, the quality is like it's pretty high and i've never seen like i was looking at the aftermarket on jpeg store today yes uh, i've never seen that much demand for a project on cardano ever like in the, like, the past year i don't know what's up with it but it's pretty crazy well if you notice too like um especially because we've been talking about it in the space over here through you know as we've i mean we hit some low months you know it seemed great in the beginning of january everything was doing great and then we yeah. hit like that low um, and you know, we're hovering like 900,000 to about a million ADA uh, in the CNFT market a day and 24 volume. And in the last, like, maybe I'd say about week and a half, two weeks, it's been hovering in between like three to 4 million. Uh, yeah. And today it's down back to like 2.4, but it was like these new projects that were coming into the space were igniting some excitement. It felt like, um, and some new money was coming in. Um, and I don't know if it was the artwork itself that brought people over here, if it was the hype or what it was, but, um, I mean, you can't, there's nothing, I, I don't have anything bad to say about, you know, the, what these guys have done or what, what he's built over here. I love that. Um, it looks movie. really, really well done. Um, the one-on-ones are going to be animated. You said, right. Yeah, well, we get we'll get to that here in a second. I just wanted to kind of showcase off just everything. Obviously, it's a one on one. It's an NFT, right? That's one. Well, thing you know I what I mean? The, like like the uh, <laughs> legendaries, legendaries, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, that's what one thing I always see people say in space. Like, dude, you get the one on one, and you're like, yeah, I got yeah, an NFT. Frank nine thousand. There's one on one. But one thing that I have noticed over here, like you said, Jack, is that everybody when it sold yesterday at first, like. The demand was insane. Like people were scooping these things. Like the floor stat like started around like twelve hundred ADA, uh, and then obviously it's kind of made its way and corrected a little bit right now. But I don't think I've ever seen a project with that kind of much hype and really that much demand get bought so quick with such a high. It felt like one of the highest floors I've seen or anything like that, just in general. Yeah. Off the project. kickoff, yeah. Usually it kind of like you see it gradually get there. Like it may kick off like oh wow the floor's already at four fifty. That was a good start. And then you kind of see like as that. FOMO and people keep buying in, it may kind of rises, you know, maybe up to that 800, 1200, but to just kind of kick like right off the bat, right out of the gate. Uh, that was very, I mean, not surprising as much though, though we were expecting it to do well just because of the, uh, the yeah. attention this has had around it. Well, it's, it, it, I guess, I mean, it just felt like one of the most hyped projects. Like I said, the, the way they even did their discord drop and stuff like that. I remember they were like leaking, like for a second, you know, people could get into the discord and the first thousand people were able to get that 35 millimeter roll. And then from there, those thousand people were able to mint for hundred eight of that Genesis uh, mechanism token. And that was kind of your whitelist key into this uh, mint over here. And then we saw what those things did before the floor or the snapshot happened. They were at 2,900 ADA or something ridiculously like high. 
like way too high. Yeah. Um, and then, and then from there, they even, even now, I, th- I think they still are sitting in like the mid, like 15, like 14, 1500 range, uh, which is, which is absolutely crazy because it's not just a waitlist token. It's like the future of the project. Like you're part of that. Um, but it was cool to kind of see everybody kind of rally. It was just like, I, it reminded me a little bit of clays when clays minted. Um, like it was just like, okay. Like when, as they all started to come out, there was like every single one of these looks cool. I'd be happy to get any no. one of these. No, I not know. that one with the face on it. I that those I, ones I like that freak one. me out. No, I see them everywhere. They <laughs> freak me out. They look so crazy. Dude, I don't, I don't know, know what's going on with that one. Marvel comic stuff. I love that one a lot. I mean, I love them all, but that one really I the one with one. like the Spider-Man and all the different yeah, crazy stuff on it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was gonna what? say though, uh Tommy, the clay thing just it kind of reminded me uh just most recent one was the the land sale. Like you know it, you know the projects just Hansel just so hot right now and every discord you're in everywhere on twitter everyone's just talking about like did you get yours yet which did you get like every single little like group chat we're in and on the discord side with other like creators and stuff that's all they were talking about yeah um, which i mean you'll see that spread out like with other projects you know certain communities will talk about it depending on what it is but this was like every single one and that last time at least was that clay sale and that was uh, the land sale just because you know the snoop dog obviously attached to it made all that hype and everything but um these guys didn't crazy for these. these these guys didn't really have that kind of like mm-hmm. they didn't need to market it like that like that was the cool thing i thought about them is they let the artwork and just kind of the project itself kind of speak for itself um and it kind of drew everybody in so that was unique to me um jack i'm curious what did uh what'd you end up getting um i got one with like a hand i don't even remember oh the yeah. little uh, i got the hand, you. The hand yep. body that's, those were yeah. some of the coolest ones i thought um that were originally in there so i don't know i know the rarities is starting to make its way um over right now i, I as i started to pull up scene of t jungle um you're starting to see new things happen um one thing that i wanted to kind of bring up because this is why the guys hate me right now um there's 10 animated one of ones that are yet to be revealed um and out of those 10 right now um you know i i just happen to be one of those 10 uh, that ended up oh getting those. Oh my goodness! Dude, yeah. So, um, what? <laughs> what the- dude, it was so I didn't know. I was literally, uh, you know, I meant I sent it over to my phone, and my brother, who's not into NFTs really at all, I bought it. He's like, yeah, he gave me some a while back and said, invest this for me and let, let, just tell me what I need to get. I got him a mechanism token, so we were minting it together. I sent mine in. Um, I get this this figure back, and I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, dude, that's not like. It's not really, I, everybody's looks so like animated. Why does this one look like it's like, did it not like happen yet? And then the metadata just says to be revealed. So I'm just sitting there like, uh, maybe it's like a placeholder or something like that. Um, and then uh, little do I know, I've posted into the Discord chat and then uh, Ren himself was just like, shot me a little champagne bottle emoji afterwards. And everybody's no, like, No, hey, it was Thomas Shelby from Peaky Blinders uh, lifting a beer to it. That's all he said. Just like, <laughs> yeah. or maybe, maybe he said like congrats or something, but there was like no explanation or anything to your actual question. Like, what's going on here? Like, I don't know. Yeah, everybody is hitting NFT. It was just literally him just lifting a beer. I, I didn't know what it meant either though. I didn't realize there was only 10 of these um, that are on the animated status. Um, so once I figured that out, I started kind of freaking out because I'm like, Oh God, this is like the best thing that I've had. And of course the guys literally the day before were yelling, they're yelling at me about how lucky I get on mints. And I'm like, the first thing I thought was like, everybody's going to kill me right now. Um, so, (laughs) um, but what, what what we noticed is there's, so there's 10 of these things that are yet to be revealed, which is interesting because you see that a lot on the Ethereum, um, side of stuff to like the to be revealed, which kind of builds some of the hype. Um, so these are yet. Nobody knows what these are yet. We know they're animated. We don't know what they're going to look like. Um, But one thing that you can kind of pay attention to, which you can see in this image, is a number. 
inside it. I didn't catch this at first. I just thought that was a generic thing. Um, but I have the number three and it's actually all correspond to the numbers one through 10 inside of those two, those reveals. Um, so if you go on CNFT jungle, which, you know, is, is minting as they mint, you know, the rarities and stuff are coming out, but you can start to see that, you know, like, uh, the different numbers for each, each one of these, like, on um, just to pull this up, like, again, you have a seven or anything, but you can notice that all these guys, they have different colors. Um, are we all the same color? Like that's so terrible to see that. Um, but we all have the same color, but there's one right now that got minted today, the number 10 over here. Um, and number 10 is unique in the sense that, you know, obviously it's a different, the colors have changed. Um, so I was like, well, what does that mean? Like, why is there only one of these? Um, is that the most rarest one? So I hit up, uh, Ren inside the discord today and I was like, yo, Ren, so, um, our, we're getting reveals, um, for these things. And uh, originally, uh, four or five Jeff goes on five, May 7th, we're going to reveal the first two. And every, every week after that, we'll reveal two more. So it's going to take oh. five weeks to do the one of one reveals. So I asked him what, cause the, you know, number 10 wasn't minted yesterday, number 10 mints today. And he goes, um, someone asked him, yo, are we counting down? And he goes, count up. Someone asked him count up. Um, he goes, it's not starting this weekend, but, um, the reveals one and two are going to happen. And then it's going to count from numbers one up to 10, which sounds like 10 is going to be the rarest one over here. Um, so whoever minted this, congrats to you. I have no idea what this is. And it, it wasn't you. It wasn't me. I didn't get <laughs> no, that one. Make sure. Yeah. Thank God. Right. You guys would have murdered me if that was the case, <laughs> but this is something unique in the sense too, that um, it continues to build the hype even after the project has minted because it's got something for people to continue to like, okay, well, what's he got next, you know, this week, um, Jack, do you have any thoughts on like, you know, this mint style? Cause I'm, I've, I've learned this all today. A lot of this stuff. I did not know any of that, but, uh, that kind of makes me excited. Honestly, like, that makes me want to pay attention more to just like, cause it's going to take five weeks. I mean, they're clearly taking their time. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's pretty smart. It's like from even any, from a point of view of getting attention to it, but um, I mean, I want I want to see what any of them look like. To be honest, now, it's, right? Like, I mean, all the all the original ones look so good, and like anything inside the space, right? It doesn't necessarily need to be the two B reveals. Like, I've seen so many cool ones, and you've seen. Well, I think. Go ahead. Well, those are gonna be the animated ones, though, right? Correct. So I think uh, I didn't know that either when I first heard that there was ten of them, but these ten are actually gonna be animated ones um, outside of just the PFPs. And I don't know if you were following them early on. They actually, when their Discord opened up, they did an auction for a one of one piece that was animated uh, by Ren. Dope. And I think the the bid got up to almost thirty thousand ADA for that oh, animated man. piece. Um, so it's uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to think. I was telling you know talking. Some people were listening for like eighty five thousand ADA plus. I don't know that they'll have a market for that yet. Maybe down the line, who knows? Um, but yeah, it was one of those ones where it's just like wow, like. This, this is different. And the cool thing about this inside their, um, you know, the metadata for these is they have this, uh, it's like, what do they call it? The source keys. Yeah. Um, and those source keys have different, I don't Nobody knows what those mean yet. Then they're, they're releasing, I guess, in a few weeks, what they call the, their, their version of the white paper is the black paper. Um, so I, I, interesting take on this project. Um, do you have your rank already? Like, do you, like, I know, you know, the number 10, but do any other ones know their actual spots? I saw there's, numbers next to some of them i didn't know so, that actually that, that's with the rank that's cnft jungle i know Jack, okay, fine. You, have you, cool, have you even using this lately I, I know i've been starting to use this a little more this website uh for like as mints like happen like live because sometimes they're not on cnft.tools uh do you ever find yourself using this 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 website jack yeah i actually i've been using jungle for a while now i don't really use cnft tools anymore mm -hmm. um as much just jungle usually where i go if i'm gonna look i haven't even been on it lately because i usually just kind of just you know 
don't pay too much attention to the like um, rarities of too many things usually. Yeah. Because I've been minting too many projects to be honest. Um, Overexposed was like the first one I've done in a while, uh, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I, but um, but CMT Jungle is nice. They have a lot of really good things. Um, and it's all like it all happens as you said, like as it's minting, it's very quick. So. Yeah, and like it. It, it opens up the opportunity for me. I've found myself as more become more of a collector over time. I originally was always here to just make money and yeah. kind of flip some stuff around. And as you I've grown, say collector, we, we say hoarder, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, you know, as well as I do, like that's, you start stacking up these NFTs in your vault. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I get attached to them too. Um, and it's, it's sometimes you don't want to part ways. It's if you get involved with the community and, it, and it's tough. So I found myself though recently because of the new volume, jumping to sites like this, just to kind of grab some off the secondary to see if I can make, you know, like a, you know, a decent little gain in a short amount of time before people really understand yeah, what's going on. For sure. So, um, yeah, shout out to, um, overexposed and the guys over there. I have no I idea what's to say, Tommy, that, that, yeah. so you don't know your like mint yet. You don't know the, like the rating. It's going to be exciting to watch that, man. Cause like, yeah. let's say you're not the first one, right? If you're the first one, then it's over and the excitement's done, but yeah. as they keep going, and it's like, okay, they've they've revealed five. Like, am I number six or am I number nine? Like, well, we're going to keep watching every, what is it, two every uh, week? That's every two do? every week is what I heard. But again, if so, he's doing a count up, though, like he just said, then that means I'm I'm in the second batch. You, I get to see the first two reveal, and then I'm in the next one after that. Um, so You we'll know see. your rank, you said. I thought you said yeah, you didn't uh, know your rank. No, I'm number three right here. The the numbers oh, are okay. inside of this. That. Oh, yeah. all right. So you're ranked three. I didn't see that. I thought I, I thought, okay, cool. All right. I didn't yeah. know if you guys knew your rank already. So you will be in the second batch. Hopefully. Did that coincide with the actual like order it was minted in? No. Were you the, were you the third? No. One? I actually I have no idea. I don't I, know. It sounds one. like it though. You were one of the like the third or fourth one, and then this one was the last one, right? And it became number yeah. 10. It, it could have been. Maybe? I do to be, be honest yeah. with you, these guys, maybe they did it that way and I haven't figured it out yet. But um Maybe they the got a lot attack. of snakes. Yeah, that's what it, I'm saying. They pull a lot of snakes. So it, it has been crazy to kind of see what they've they've been doing lately. So shout out to Overexposed and those guys. I'm curious to see uh, kind of where this mint goes, but they definitely brought some new uh, light into this, new money into this space, and it made it, it's been making it exciting. Um, so uh, um, I'm excited to see where this project goes because I know I, I don't know what the black paper will hold, um, what it, what extent they will go with this. If it stays a art project, if it becomes part of a metaverse down the line. Who knows? Now, is that two weeks you said the black paper? No, I don't know oh, exactly. Okay. I, thought, when I, I thought they had a date for that. Okay, my bad. All right. Oh, but um, shout out to these so. guys and uh, yeah, Jack. Um, I I, I got to see yours after uh, you know we jump off stream here. Uh, there's it's always fun to see new ones. Every single one I've seen has been cool so far. Really, yeah, I love all of the whole collection. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if you minted for your brother. Ooh, that would have tested uh, you. And he oh, yeah. showed up as a legendary. Oh, and you got goodness. some shitter one. Slide of hand, baby. That's what I was gonna say. You pull the old, uh, the old uh, Beetlejuice trick, switch out your uh, reservation number sitting in line there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, one thing I wanted to jump into too that's minting uh, that happened yesterday uh, for the nobles inside this uh, project, but also the whitelist is going on today mm -hmm. is uh, the Ape Society, and the public sale is actually tomorrow on Thursday, the twenty eighth. Um, we've talked about these guys last week and they're another project that at first on surface level, like I didn't really think much of it. Um, you know, the artwork is cool. It had the brushstroke painting, um, didn't really had some, the apes had funny names. Um, as we learned, they've had a lot more, uh, going on inside the project itself. Um, and then, uh, dude, it's, it's been insane to see the growth of it too. 
Like these guys have like taken over. Um, How much we kind of missed? Like you said, it was kind of at first it was like, oh man, the floor's high. Ah, ha ha, funny monkey name. All right, cool. And then we just kind of like moved on. Like how many of these we could have snagged back then? That's pretty accurate about what happened. (laughs) For sure. Just like, oh, the floor's going crazy on these. I wonder why. I should probably look. All right, well, we got a lot of other stuff to do now. So let's keep going in the show. Zach, how about you? I know you said you haven't weren't really too involved with this project at all either. What what were your initial impressions? Did you have any, or is it something that was just missed off the radar too? I bought one like when they were five hundred floor, and then I sold it for about I sold it for the same price I bought it for because I was getting liquidity to mint something else, and I didn't really look into the project. And then I looked back like a month later and the floor is like 1500 i was like oh like yeah like, monkey yep. monkey, monkey man's going yeah. yep they're going to the moon <laughs> yeah well the the crazy thing was is that we had a uh a sit down last week with um chronic and chrissy who are um, another they do their own youtube videos but they're big in like the spaces and stuff like that um tom went ahead and put a nice little animation for us um, but they own one of those kings um inside this space and inside of that, we got a chance to listen because those kings are the rarest out of those 35, uh, uh, I guess, the classes that they have over there. Sorry, there's 35 families. Um, but out of the, all the different tiers, the kings are the, the, each family has a king. So there's 35 total kings inside the whole project. Uh, and these guys just happen to own one of them. Um, I think the floor value, if you look on those right now, are... I don't even know if anybody's really selling them. that many like posted. Yeah. They, they, 100, three, 350,000 yeah. ADA for a king right now. Like something, something insane, dude, something insane. And she, she actually pulled, told him to pull the trigger on it. He wanted the zombie one that you had saw like on in the little intro video right here. Uh, he wanted this one up here, but she was like, no, we need to pull for the king. Uh, so he listened to her and they, they went ahead and, and, and grabbed that. And little did they know what was about to happen for this project. Um, but as we learned, um, you know, they, they, they have a very deep, um, like not, not just even a lore, but just like a, a system in place for everything is really well thought out. Um, and each one of these families, these perks, these classes, they all have a function inside the society, um, as it notes. And the kings, like she said, are, are at the top of the hierarchy. The craftsmen are down at the bottom. Um, and the crazy thing is, is that each one of these has like you know, basically tears up the rewards. Like you get multipliers, you get certain aspects of the project that you would not be able to get if you were down at the bottom. The lowest tiers are guys that build like furniture for the cabins that are just minting right now. Um, and those cabins are you're going to be able to earn uh, and sell for their society token, which we got a chance to talk about last week. Um, but you have to have a place to actually put all that stuff. So inside of that, you know, they went ahead and actually had, you know, cabins that were minting. And today we got a chance to see some of that stuff. Um, and Jack, I don't know if you've got a chance to see any of these things yet either. Cause again, I'm not be, being on the outside of the project. I didn't really know what was going on either. So to see what these are at like at face value, it's all built in unreal, unreal engine four, but again, I don't, what does it mean? Um, and to, to see what they're actually about to do is actually insane. Uh, Tom, you guys, you guys minted right yeah and then yeah minimum right after this yeah Yeah. so i i so far i've gotten the smallest one this is what they call the chateau Uh, you didn't get the chateau i'm I'm very surprised (laughs) i thought he got the special custom uh castle yeah you got got monkey island yeah Um, what was the uh what was the rating on it though because they have a lot deeper than just the size plot there's addresses zip codes ratings like there's a whole thing for it 
No, there's outside of this, these are the chateaus. These are the largest mm-hmm. ones. They're like a mansion, basically. Essentially, they have the medium tier, which is the estates, and then the smallest ones are the ca- uh, the cottages. So I ended up getting a cottage, which on, on I had two whitelist spots. I ended up getting one on that. Um, but the other thing about it they released is their their world, their society, is they have um, cabins have unique addresses. So just like the names that each one of those uh, apes holds, each one of these has a specific address for your uh, you know one of the ten thousand uh, cabins that we just got minted. And out of those, they each have their own district with street names and a zip code um, and and a number on them. And each one of those zip codes will kind of, or I'm sorry, inside of that they have it labeled A through Z. And depending on, you know, down the list, A is pretty much like the, the, the prime location, the spot you want to be down to Z is like, just like, Hey man, I'm on the outskirts of town and this, you know, I'm happy to be here, but like, we're really, we're like, we're living in poverty out here. Um, we're probably going to get stabbed in that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's not the fun part of town. Um, but each one of these, uh, cabins, they come with their own, <laughs> they come with their own postcode over here. So again, these give you like these numbers, so the district code, and it gives you an X and Y axis of where on the map it is. And then this SLVD rating, which they announced kind of gives you where A through Z where you're at right now. So even down to the addresses, they've kind of thought this through to give you kind of just a, you know, I was going to say, there's just shout out the whole team for how in depth and thought out everything is about this whole project from, from the apes to these, these cabins to, to everything. They really thought things through and planned out and they're executing very well so far. So, and Jack, I know you said you, because we were the same way before we, you know, we really got even looking into this was just like, you know, I see that, like, I don't really know what it means. Like, you know, I hear that there's a cabin and I, I can see pictures and stuff like that. Like, what does that mean? Um, do you have like, what's your basic take on it from being on kind of the outside, not, not being involved right now? Honestly, after you going over it now and like seeing more of it and you guys are in the project, I do think um, like, honestly, I don't know how I like haven't looked into it more, but because there's so much going on, but it, it looks pretty good. And especially seeing all like the in-depth parts of the hierarchies and like everything, how there's like it seems more thought out than I th- thought out than I thought. Yeah. Um, on it, like I don't know. There's so much going on. Uh, I've been just been so focused on like this oh, few yeah. oh. projects that I'm in, but this one that like I'm not gonna. I wouldn't have anything bad to say, but it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's just like I said, I can understand the whole like that. That was why the re- one of the reasons I didn't get into it either, because I'm usually pretty good about trying to jump into most of the big stuff that's going on. Uh, but this was just one of the ones where I kind of got priced out. Like I, when I looked at it, it was like a 708 a floor. And it was one of those where I was like, ah, I might jump in, I might not. And then mm-hmm. one day it was like 1400. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm either priced out or I'm going to get in. And then I ended up talking to some people in the community and they kind of pulled me, pulled me into it as I learned a little bit about it. Um, the cool thing that they're doing though, is if you can see kind of in the video, there's these, uh, the cabin that were minted right now, well, this is what the inside of some of these cabins are going to look like. And if you can kind of see in the little video there, there's a little ape in a frame. Um, you have to purchase frames for your cabin. Um, and inside of that, you can actually stake your ape NFT to earn their society token. Oh, really? Uh, yes. That's, That's cool. So and if, and if you don't own an ape, because say you're priced out and, you know, the floor is sitting over 2000 plus ADA, you can actually, if you still own the cabin, you can still stake any other NFT that you own inside of a frame to earn less society token, but still own it. Um, and so, so that way you don't necessarily, that's why the public mint was done the way it was today. Um, because you don't necessarily need to own an ape to get into the project. Um, and then each, each one of these society tokens has a function to it right now where you're able to build furniture. Like I said, the craftsmen are the only ones inside the project, the lowest ones, the cheapest ones that can actually build the furniture that you can use inside of here. You can build the projectors to 
we, we were talking with the uh, chronic and Chrissy last week and they were just like, can you imagine hosting like your podcast or your YouTube channel, your show inside of your cabin here to stream out um, and inside other things. So there's like business opportunities that kind of are arising inside of this little world too, not just necessarily, you know, how I'm going to walk around and it's going to be fun just to kind of hang out. Um, so that like advertise your brand or something you're a part of through your cabin. So that's opening like a whole unique aspect of like metaverses inside this space. Um, so that's why I, I, I'm kind of excited for it. Uh, it's cool. Like uh, they also have it built well. Like you said, Tom, earlier, each class has its own function and its own benefit that it comes to it. Um, but they even thought it down as deep as like, you know, not to say the craftsman can't earn and maybe even possibly make as much as some of the higher classes to do it. They really got to grind though. You have to sit there, you got to be on, you got to be making the furniture. Whereas like a lot of the other, like, upper class they can kind of earn that passive income it's much simpler for them to kind of earn probably the same amount of um, society or benefits from it uh, depending on which one it is because they kind of all benefit in different ways from different things well it it reminds me of the i could say the natural society like over here the military officers they actually have a chance to uh claim and loot other cabins and other people's stuff um from their property because you know they're an Mm -hmm. officer and they can take stuff away from others um, inside of here while on top of that earning a base multiplier um, these advisors and things like that they actually get uh, increased rewards and get boosted staking rewards if they hold other apes and as you get higher and higher up the rewards get better and better uh, where these guys get a 7x multiplier because they're the nobles and then finally the kings which we talked with those guys they actually have access to what they call a round table there where they get to have there's only 35 people and they have a one-on-one like direct discord like access to the um, the actual founders of the project these guys um and if you remember jack i don't know if you saw back in the day because when we first covered them they were called the ada ape society back in the day uh, and they yeah. dropped the ada and that was actually due to the the DAO that was created inside of there so they actually listened uh to their community and they were just like yeah we should probably drop that and they decided okay we're rolling with our, with what our community is saying and they dropped the word ada and it became the ape society um, so you have like exclusive access here through the round table to exactly what's going on beforehand. If you own one of those, um, every single one of these Kings was gifted one of those chateaus, those mansions inside of there. Um, so it plays like in a weird parallel to like society, like right where the rich get richer, the poor get, you know, have to grind their way to, to make it up. Um, so it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic and it's an interesting play, but they use this artwork over here to kind of lure you in. And then for little do you know, there's so much more going on inside the project. Um, so I decided we had to shout them out because it, it is truly a unique project. And if I had to pick one of the ape ones right now to kind of go after, like, this is the one I'm looking at right now, just because there's a lot more other than just being the artwork itself. As far as longevity goes, for sure. Like what they got planned for the future. It, it seems like they have so much going on behind the scenes that we don't even know about, let alone the things they have told us about is very exciting. You know, if they can, uh, if they can actually develop that and then, provide it what they're trying to, to build here that'd be amazing so it, it's definitely what i'm looking at as well yeah yeah see what's going to happen here at the floor once they get these maps out and stuff i think it's just going to be they said a couple days or something they're planning on getting the uh their version of their map out or whatever to, to see where our address is falling everything yeah um, and then what time so you ended up you got craftsman thomas family mm-hmm. thomas and you live on thomas street yeah i actually minted uh the family thomas which is a craftsman like the lowest tier uh, but Thomas is my actual real name. Um, and then on top of that, I got a property on Thomas Street today. 
Um, so like it was just the trip, it just, it just happened to work out perfect. Uh, you know, the way that these guys had set up. I thought uh, but Tommy it, was short for Richard. That blows my mind. When our guest. <laughs> Those are wild, dude. Um, and then lastly too, if anybody's just interested in how you can actually earn the society token currently, anybody who held an ape, um, in their wallet, they each Epic, um, you're able to go to drift drops and you can actually claim your rewards. They have 10 epics that last until May 20th right now. Um, and you're able to claim a portion of your society token. So it's also keeping the value of those guys up because you have to hold in order to claim the token for right now. Um, so if you hold all 10 of the epics, there's actually a bigger allocation on the final one. If you were, if you've held from the start to the finish, you get a nice big dump of it at the end. And on top of that, you get a nice little tr- a diamond hands, like trophy or something like that to put into your cabin. Um, so there's like, they've, they're incentivizing ways and sort of, you know, it, they, they give you value throughout the whole time and ensure that the project is not just like a pump and dump kind of thing. Um, so yeah, Jack, if you haven't taken a look at it, it's definitely something to keep an eye on, um, especially inside the space, but it's just, it, it's another innovative project that's out here doing something different. And that's why we appreciate it. Definitely. And then, you know, now we got, but once he's finished, I know as of recording this, the, they're having a little bit of trouble with the scene of team maker. Um, so they're getting that sorted out so you guys can, you know, you got your second one still to in, right, Tommy? Yep. Um, so I know they're doing, you didn't send both in at once. What was with I that? Did, I, today I decided to wait. Um, you know, I, was, I, I was like it. Up. I let the odds play out so you can get like it kind of narrowed down, get some yep. of the last bigger plots. I like that. It's kind yeah. of why I waited too. I let the congestion, you know, calm down and stuff. I want to make sure it went through. I guess I got a little lucky. I didn't realize they were having issues until before recording. Um, so mine went through, uh, it went through a little bit slower, but it went through no problem, but yeah, next is going to be, you know, getting your frames and setting up the staking. So I also like to, it's cool that, like you said, I, I don't have an ape, you know, I was a little priced out as well. I didn't get to jump in like you did at that, at that price. Um, and now, you know, they've obviously gone, you know, skyrocket even more. Uh, so it's cool that we were still able to get in without an ape and still get some of the land property. Um, you know, and we'll see how these, uh, it's going to be tough. It depends on what the market's going to do. It's going to be really difficult, you know, and it makes, I got some decisions to make here. I think we all do as far as like maps coming out and, and land plots and stuff like that. Um, so well, this market goes, it might be a little too, uh, too tempting to flip some of these, but well, it's one that I'm, I'm definitely looking at a hold. And, and it sits at the point too, like I said, if you're not even interested in the artwork or the ape itself, you can at least mint one of these cabins, get into it. And who knows, like you said, you can build a brand, a business, or just advertise yourself inside this space. And that's what's interesting because we look at like a, a thing like Pavia as well that's kind of doing that for you where you're able to possibly do things like that. Uh, these guys may not do it on the scale that Pavia is going to be doing it on or who knows, but it's a way to get in. Um, so that's I think that's an interesting aspect of what NFTs can do for you. Um, so, yeah, Jack, I know. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> if you're looking at anything, maybe just get into it, grab a cabin off the floor and uh, see what happens with it. You know, I might. I might. Especially because uh, it locks you up. You got you got to have a cabin to be able to get the frame to be able to do the staking, <laughs> and that's kind of where this is really moving towards is being able to kind of utilize that society token, and uh, that's you know I think what they're pushing for. So it, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Yeah, and if you minted a chateau today, congrats. The floor is at oh, three thousand yeah. eight. Congrats to you. Damn. They, they, they calmed down a little bit. I think the first couple of ones posted were like 400K, 100,000. And then someone came in at like 14,000. And then, yeah, I looked today and it was like two to 3,000. That seems a little bit more under control. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, everything's moving, man. Um, speaking of another project that I, I'm a big fan of, and I'm, I know obviously they've been here more since the early days, and I wasn't even a fan of them at first. Um, over here is Derp. Uh, sorry. God, Derp. I'm over here. Dead. <laughs> Dead pixels. Derp. <laughs> 
Great Dirk, we got, we're going to talk about hey, that project. Dirk, that's a Dirk that's a Dirk right there. We're going to Dirk's going to hate me on that one, but I know we're going to we're going to get to Dirk though. Uh, that's that's a project that we do care uh, that I do care about a lot too. Uh, but it's Dead Pixels and uh, Jack, dude. I know you've got some great experience on this, and this is a project that I actually, when I first was getting into Cardano, was actually watching you. Um, mint some of these yeah. and that was one of the reasons that i got a chance to get into it myself dude uh what can you say to dead pixels man these guys have just released an awesome update to their website uh they're prepping for staking right now um and we're uh we're getting closer uh to this to ding, the next iteration ding. yep ding. ding yeah i mean rats i love that dead pixels is probably it was the first it was the second project i minted but like, as you said, I was I did a live stream on it. Um, their second season was like right in line when Stickfix released, so I was doing a live stream between Stickfix and like minting uh, dead pixels. And I mean, ever since I talked to the founder AF, um, mm-hmm. like that, that he, the second I talked to him, like um, in season one, like I first experienced it, I, and I asked him if he wanted to come on the channel, and I only had like a couple thousand subscribers, and he said yes immediately, and. I mean, after I talked to him then, I was just so excited for what he's building. He's really passionate. I mean, like, that's, like, all he ever thinks about, I feel like, is uh, Dead Pixels. He's always, like, 24-7, it feels like. I don't even know how he does it, but, yeah. Well, dude, he's one of the most, like, uh, progressive person, people inside of space, right? Like, he's a Plutus yeah. pioneer. The guy's a genius. Uh, and I, I got a chance to watch your interview uh, with him, and that was one of the reasons why dead pixels to a lot of people um people were slept on these things for a little bit until they decided to pick up that white paper and actually start to read it a little bit um and that's when you really saw the value for those things take off um and they had probably uh, still to this day i think probably my favorite mint method out of any of the nfts uh cnfts that have come out just because it was like you could see what was going to happen and it was like almost like a game of like, okay, there's a rare one coming up and everybody would kind of perk up and just be like hovering next to their computer, like who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? And then as soon as they would just launch um, as we got closer and closer to our rare pixel. Um, So that was one of the fun things. I think I even did live streams maybe back in the day uh, watching you do that as well. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it was fun. It was unmatched to me from any, like I've never had that much fun minting NFTs ever since. Right. uh, Hard to compare. It's hard to compare to that. Well, I feel like if anything, for as good as these guys are and what they're building, they also are kind of like slept on a little bit too inside the community with all the hype going on around. Um, and and the not forge and the art, like the 3D art they've come out with and stuff. I think people kind of look at their main art and they're just like, oh, these are yeah, too basic sure. or something. They don't understand everything that's going on behind the scenes. They just see that initial art, cool. uh, which is easy to do. Cool. Uh, and then you start looking into it and it's crazy. Well, it was crazy because he had like the 2D versions of this stuff, right? And then uh, Fauna uh, mm-hmm. last year, he started doing the 3D, like just, you know, the derivatives of everybody's pixel. Like I know, Jack, I know you did as well, but I also got a custom one of my pixels by him. It was like 68 or something. He just like messaged me. It was just like, here you go. Um, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. I get to be part of the community. And later down the line, now that you see him up here, yeah, he was actually picked up by them to go do the 3D modeling. And uh, if you had owned one of his earlier ones back in the day, they have now turned this into Metapixels. Um, and, and you're going to be able to bring that forward. And it's another way for people to kind of get in if they are also priced out um, on some of the original Genesis uh, ones as well. Um, but did, Jack, can you kind of speak on to this? Because now we got uh, an update over here, the Ding. They're prepping for staking right now, and the staking website's up, um, and it's live. Um, yeah, I mean, I made like, there's a lot to talk about, but uh, like I made a 40-minute video on yes. the, the Dingonomics, <laughs> the white paper. But essentially right now it's like, um, the, 
basically you stake your pixels or your metapixels and you earn their governance and utility token, which is ding um, over like yeah 90 day period. There's like a seven day right now, acute, like pre period or uh, preparation period. And then yes. you st- like, I'm going to be staking mine for the full 90 days to get the mm-hmm. max ding rewards. Um, and then going forward, I'm going to, you basically use that ding for like buying stuff in game and also mm. um, from getting tiers in game, like they're played in game. If you have like, 30,000 ding yeah 30,000 ding you need mm-hmm. to get like the max tier and all the attributes in the game and and then also like you're gonna be able to govern um basically the future of the project with the with ding so that's pretty much just i think this is the best way of bootstrapping it i've seen a lot of projects um just kind of airdrop their holders all at once but this kind of lets it go out into a free market but it also like anyone can kind of claim um claim it beforehand if they don't want to take the full 90 days so I, I like the method and i think af the guy behind the project has thought this through a lot so like ask uh, he's answered so many questions in the discord of people trying to say like hey this is probably a terrible way of doing it but he it seems like you know what he's, he's doing more than anyone i've seen in this space which i mean i've kind of always believed in him but yeah I mean, it's just exciting to me because, like, I've been in for so long. But yeah, well, yeah, you've seen it since the early days, right? Like, since the main, you know, you've got a chance to talk to him itself. I haven't really got a chance to like interact as much like in there, but I've always been on the sideline. I think I minted three pixels when they had launched and didn't know anything about them. I think I had sold, I sold two of mine, like, and it, like, you know, just not really realizing what it was yeah. um, on the way up, and still, and I held on to one. Uh, one of the things though now is like once I learned what was really going and dug into it, I was like, I'm not letting this thing go at all. Um, <laughs> I think Jack, you, you have it on there as well. But the big thing with pixels, um, everybody always says they have a slogan, right? The one pixel equals one house. Yeah. Um, and, and we, I think we touched on that a little bit on the last one, but like they released kind of the staking rewards of like what they estimate with a certain volume of the game when it does release of how much a single Genesis, uh, one of the 10 Ks can actually net you in a year as far as ADA goes. Yeah. Um, but did that make you excited? Cause I know for me, I was just looking at them. I only have one, but I can imagine some of those guys who hold like you, you, you hold, you hold a bunch and it's just like, yeah. does that make you excited? I mean, like, obviously it's very speculative, but seeing that like, that you could earn like you know i think mine was like eighty thousand ada from just holding my pixels i mean even if it is speculation anything like that is just like ridiculous to me and it didn't seem that out of the question considering i like just i have a lot of faith in af um for what he's doing so it didn't seem that crazy to me like that it could happen and but it is a crazy amount of like ada right just from doing nothing oh really. yeah well the cool thing about them too is it's like I feel like I believe them more because they're just proving it. They're not, they're not, I guess that's the thing about dead pixels. And maybe why I say that they're not as hype as they are is because they don't really try to be that. They just, he does his yeah. thing. He puts his nose down. He it works grinds. for itself, right? Yeah. He doesn't exactly. need, he doesn't need to market, you know, he knows what he's building and people will figure it out one day if they haven't already. Um, and, and that's the cool thing because every time I've ever had, um, any, anything going on and even even like you said jack of like him being helpful with you uh, as far as in the discord if you have any questions um when i was going to swap my metapixel over uh, from my fauna one back in the day i was having a transaction there and like nami was denying me um he's like yeah dude just go ahead and actually send uh do an internal transfer to yourself for like two ada 
And then once it does that, it should clear your, your UTXOs and you should be able to get, get through on the website. And sure enough, as soon as I did that, I was able to get my Metapixel and it went right into my wallet. No problem. You know, a multi-sig transaction. So it's having that direct access even to him and as helpful as he was, it was, uh, it was really, it was really cool. Right. It felt, it felt like he's taking care of his community. Um, and on top of that, dude's just smart. Like he's a genius. Yeah, he is. He is really smart. Uh, and, and I had a quick video that I wanted to just as we're playing in the background here, but you can kind of see this is on the website we're at as far as the staking goes. But once you load your wallet, up, these are just the two that I have. And I know there's people who have like 30, 40, 50 of these things that can do this as well. Um, and Jack, I'm sure you as well, but you can literally just get on the website, confirm what it is, and it will create a multi-sig transaction um, for two of my NFTs to pre-stake them right now. And Jack, can you explain a little bit about that for anybody? It's the 30 days I know you can pull out, but it's a 90-day period for lockup. Yeah, no, you don't they're never locked up. You can pull it whenever you want, but there's just a penalty in your ding rewards if you pull it like early. Okay. Much. That's so and then right now it's just like a seven day uh you know preparation phase. And then after the seven days is over, I think there's four days left. Then mm -hmm. it then the accrual of ding starts. So okay. and that goes so that goes, yeah, for the 90 days, and then that's pretty much loading you up and what what exactly uh, are you able to do to do with that ding itself is that just that's part i know it funds part of the economy for the game um and i know obviously it probably will have a value to it right in, in ada at some point uh, when people want to go back to convert this yeah. right yeah uh, i think the main utility at first is going to be the governance like mm -hmm. um, i'm not sure exactly the timeline on that but also um using your ding in the like there's a boot camp phase i don't know if you know about that Basically, before yeah. the actual game comes out, there's going to be an area where you can forge the your characters, essentially. You forge your pixels to play in the game before you actually play the game, and you get rewarded and ding for participating. And you also, yes, you have ding at that point. I believe you have access to some more features then as well to mint like more uh, progressed attributes or like further more attributes. Yeah, I was, I was reading something about that. Go ahead, Tom. I was gonna say, have they gone over? So, like, I don't have a dead pixel. So, if I want to make a character, I can go in the forge and I can even select attributes. Um, yeah. Would I pay? Is have they announced now? Am I gonna be paying in ding? Or are they gonna keep that market? In that'll beta? all be ADA. Yeah, that that'll be all be ADA. Yeah. That's cool. That's what I wanted to make sure because I know yeah, yeah. a large part of also the utility of holding a dead pixel is that if you have you know the traits that get used a lot in the forge by like people like me that don't hold it, you actually get like percentages right you actually get yeah. a piece yeah. of that action so it's nice to hear that they're going to stick with paying out or the you know doing transactions in ada to kind of help fund that um as opposed to keeping the uh, the ding like flowing that way um especially because then you know you don't want to burn through all that it kind of yeah. helps keep it in their own economy then no yeah and that, the boot camp was like what you were saying too i know to initially kind of build up it's almost like a like a training, like you said, like it's obviously a boot camp, something along those lines to kind of get you get you going for it. Is that um, a boot camp is time like a training. It could be like a boot camp, you know. Like, yeah, what's <laughs> another synonym for uh, training? You know, a little seminar. Uh, what else we? Got? <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, no, um, yeah, Tom, that's what I was I was saying as well. Is you're not if you don't have the Genesis right. The, the benefit to the Genesis right now is basically earning those passive that passive reward uh, of ADA mm -hmm. as the game gets funded over there right um i believe you know jack i think it's a 3v3 turn-based game still um it's the way he's got this this build yeah you have to bring in uh three pixels that you forged and yeah it's term yeah you got it right you got so it right. 
and, and with those turn-based games, I, that's something I'm always curious about because, right, like the success of something like this really rides on the fact that, like, is it fun to play? Like, it's a cool yeah, concept, yeah. you know, and that, that's one of the things that for me is like, I trust that they're, they're, they're working on that to get it to be, you know, obviously he's not building all this just for it to suck. Right. Like he's yeah. doing this to, 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 you know, to actually engage and, and do something. Does um, it say like what kind of game it's going to be or no information I, about that? Like battling. Like Is it battling? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Three V three or whatever, or your team versus whatever you have three on it. That's all I was saying. I mean, see, it's definitely something you can, it's doable making it fun. I was just playing for the King this weekend and that's a, you know, you have a party of three people. We had three people playing controlling each one. Um, and it's all turn-based, all the uh, all the, the moving too, but all the fighting is, you, you know, take your turns. It's based on ah, goals and stuff. Okay. So it's definitely something that they can do as far as this game goes. Uh, something similar, I can see that being a blast. Well, it's, yeah, and it's <laughs> PvP too. Like, so uh, obviously we've talked about this in the past, not to mm-hmm. dive deep into any of this stuff because we could be here. Like Jack said, he made a 40-minute video on it, and I think he could still talk about yeah, it so even after that, Yeah, check out that right? video too, for sure. Yeah, if you're yeah, not getting well, enough from this one, yeah, check out Jack's yeah, video. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I, I remember this for sure. I just remember uh, when we went over the different um, – you were, when you were just on there, Tommy, the different uh, races or, or uh, bases. species or whatever they call them. Faces, okay. Bases, yeah. Bases, okay. And, and each one of these all have different attributes and, you know, different mm-hmm. things you can actually stack on top of these. To, and that's where all the different attributes that you see in game are able to be added on to increase your character's, uh, you know, stats. Right. And you can and certain ones are allow certain, you know, more uh, forging options than others. Um, it, I, one thing that was interesting with that is, like you said, if you earn or if you hold one of the Genesis, those are the things that get paid out eight of rewards and why those Genesis tokens are as high as they are right now. Um, and, and then I guess the game economy, I know Jack, I was, I was watching the video with you as well, but anything that's spent in ADA, you know, it goes into that forged treasury and then some of that stuff gets paid out in actual PVP rewards. So even if you don't own the pixel itself, right, you can earn ADA by playing the game. That's pretty cool. That's a nice incentive yeah. too. Yeah. And, and that's, that's super interesting in itself. And you can, he, again, they've got this thing very well thought out. It's not just like a, a simple little like, yeah, we're releasing an NFT and, and making a game and it's not, it's going to be cool and you guys check it out. Like it's very well thought out. It's very in depth. And uh, every update he puts out, it, it's very interesting and uh, makes me more excited. And I think I just feel like a lot of people don't understand it enough yet to really grasp what's what's about to happen with pixels as they start to kind of take off. So, Jack, I know for you, there's always that saying, like I said, the one pixel equals one house. So. Uh, you, you you got a few houses, I, I think, right? Yeah, I do have a, <laughs> a few, few basements. Yeah, just a few. Yeah, you can you can upgrade to I don't know multiple basements these days. Yeah, you make it. <laughs> well, it almost seems like Tommy too. This is a project that's been around since you know one of the originals. So it, it almost is, seems yeah. like one that, like you also said, they don't necessarily you don't see them talk a lot. They're not exactly uh, you know one of the bigger profile pictures on Twitter um so it seems like some of the newer people that maybe have gotten in like since december just within the last four months or five months uh, they don't really seem to know about pixel it seems like one that's kind of under their radar because everything else you know obviously clays and boss cat rocket clubs you know shield kongs ape society they see all these new ones coming out and, and posting stuff all the time and these guys kind of are operating behind the scenes for the people that have held them now for a year uh, to kind of deliver for those people so i feel like that's kind of why they get a little little like under the radar um just from what i see like you don't you don't see a lot of new people you know know what that is well it's a it's a very high barrier to entry too right now right? Too. Like, yeah yeah it's yeah. one of the ones you just see it's like oh i'm not going to get that i'm looking for a new mint or something so it just ends up being they don't end up looking into it enough um and how much they really have going on 
Yeah, actually, I'm not, I mean, I haven't even looked at this yet. While I was letting this load, it literally is showing me that I'm staking, you know, my two things right now, and I can actually unstake it. So, Jack, I did not know that where I could actually pull that out at any time. I thought I did have it locked up and, and for a certain period of time. So it's just a penalty that I'll that I'll yeah. receive. Yeah, you won't get such ding rewards, nice. but so I'm basically gonna get dinged for uh, getting off too early. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, coming off that white paper, you're just looking at their white paper, Tommy. Um, I, I know we're big shots now, so I'm sure Ren Ellis is uh, listening to this whole show. Uh, for the black paper they have coming out, or dark paper, whatever they're calling it, please live up to that name. Don't blind me when we have this up on the show, right? To look at a white PDF. Oh my gosh. And let's make it an actual dark paper, or whatever they called it. Uh, that'd be that'd be a relief. That'd be fantastic. These guys PDFs hate these guys hate me for this when we do these screen shares because they just get blinded over by everything over there. <laughs> it washes and, uh, out the camera and stuff too. Like we look like yeah, idiots. I've like, had to put my whole computer in the dark mode because yeah. of these guys yeah. over here. <laughs> I don't know though. how you can look at it though. I don't get it. How are you I mean, not blinded? When you, not out, this specifically, yeah. but like the shit you used to look at. I'm like, how are you even staring at that right now? I'll be honest with you. When if I was creating this right now and I was doing this, I'm like, my concern is not some guys over here reading this online and being like, yeah, you know what? That's probably going to look bright for these guys. You know, I'm going to tone it down just a little bit. <laughs> you know? I'd just be concerned about my own eyes reading it all day. I could be, dude. I need to get some blue light glasses. But um, shout out to um, Dead Pixels and the team over there, man, because mm-hmm. I know I know they've been they've, they've been doing this. They've come up, I guess, technically, right? They've been in the space for a year. Um, yeah. If definitely. I've looked at this, May was when they minted the original collection originally, but yeah, so pretty much been out for a year. I think I think AF's been working on kind of this. The like had this brand in mind, the Pixels brand, for like a long time, many years, many many mm-hmm. years. But yeah. I'm telling you, man, don't, awesome. don't, don't sleep on these guys. This is something that if you are kind of on the outside looking in, definitely keep an eye on it. And then as you know, the, the boot, you know, boot camps, whatever it is where you can actually go to make your own. Um, you know, I definitely, I'm, I'm excited to actually be able to play the game uh, when it does come out. Cause that's where it's going to get really fun. Um, being able to kind of see what you've invested in and then start to use it um, in this space. Yes. And we're all, we're all kind of pushing to that, you know, that, that time and period, over here where you bought these nfts and eventually you're going to be able to do something with them um and then jack one of the ones that i have to talk about and we have to talk about over here is yummy universe um i know you you love yummy right um you're a big fan i do love yummy and and i always see you inside the right i mean how can you not this is a probably one of our favorite projects and i from everything that i've seen with you probably one of yours as well right it is indeed. Yeah. Um, the team over there is so much fun, man. They're such humble, humble people. David is, is an amazing guy. Um, and uh, just every single mod, every single person inside of there, Shannon, everybody, it's just so nice. But for me, it's just, it drew us in a way. We were huge Pokemon fans to start with. Um, so seeing something like this, we were instantly drawn last year when they were getting ready to mint. Um, so much so that I was out, you know, I was buying the boxed um, and, 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 you know, everything leading up to that. And I missed out on all the trading cards and everything prior to that. Um, Jack, what was your first introduction to Yummy? It was the PFP collection in September, the end of September, I think it was. Yeah. Yes. That was my yeah. first. That was, the, I didn't even know they had, tra- like, I didn't know about the trading cards or anything at the time, but yeah. Oh, really? So you just, you saw the profile picks coming out and you're like, these yeah. are, these are awesome. I'm going to go ahead and buy these. I, yeah. I tried to admit, like, I think I minted like four and I bought one on the aftermarket for like 800 with like the McDonald's hat that day. Oh, so I really oh, like nice. this. That's yeah. so awesome, man. And then from there, it's just, you know, everybody, like obviously that well, at one point in time, these guys were like King early back in like that, that time period. Um, and then, uh, you know, they kind of, 
it kind of went silent for like, I'd say about like after the spoopy release, um, it kind of went silent for about a month right before the winter stuff yeah. started to come out. Um, and then later down this line this year, they announced the fact that, you know, that big announcement with the game, um, the staking other things in the works and then the spring, the ruse that were getting ready to come out. Um, and, and I got like the spark reignited for yummy. Um, but for the people who are always over there, I felt like yummy outside of just being something that we liked was just like a good community, like everything about them. It was just fun to, I always, always just popping in there, just dropping like a stabby emoji or something like that. And just, just popping in to say, hi, everybody's so welcoming over there. Um, how's your experience been with yummy since then? And uh, what, any of the announcements and everything that they've announced, uh, so far with staking in regards to the game, like, what are you excited about most about this project? Uh, honestly, I, I've never been like too worried about yummy. I don't know if that's the way to put it. Like I've always kind of just been there because I like I did like the original art. Like that was like the main reason. But after, you know, seeing their game release and seeing everything and seeing how passionate like David and, and the rest of the team are for really putting together something like high quality and they're taking their time. Um, I'm I'm just excited. I don't really care if it comes out, you know, anytime soon. Um, yeah. I'm just going to be holding my hours probably and just kind of just relaxing, you know, staking them now. When is it? The 15th we can stake them. Yeah, we got the great announcement, right? Well, lucky us, we got a chance right before we jumped on the recording. They announced this today. Um, you have the airdrop for the season one. We had the spring narus, which we talked about. Those just minted. So we have three out of the four seasons that happened right now. Uh, but now the big, the big one is if you're holding any of the boxed, the unboxed, the trading cards, any of those things, you're going to be able to stake, uh, get an airdrop for those for holding. And then on top of that, you're going to be able to start staking your narus. So yeah, if you hold any one of these early early things, they're taking care of their rewards um, and rewarding holders. Like these were some of the first ones that I got into, like the box, the you know the unbox, the burger buddies, um, and one stabby. thing, yeah, the cute and stabby was cute and stabby is my favorite out yeah. of all this. Do you have a favorite one of these at all, Jack? I mean, I do own that one in the bottom left, the unbox. Like uh, she, I own the, one of that. I, I own that extra. guy. Yeah, do you? I think I don't know if he's the the tough. Um, he's not the tough love. Tough love, tough love yeah. yeah. I love the shades of the gold chain. It's I like them all. There's all like they're all so good though. I don't even know. Yeah, it's true. I know. They, well, we talked about it too. Is this just this this looks like iconic? Like you you don't this isn't necessarily because it's a Cardano project or what? Like this could be like a globally like successful yeah. brand. Um, I agree. And, and that's that look for sure. Yeah, like they have they have that appeal. We always like refer to the Nauru as like the Pikachu uh, of their brand. Like it, it is it could fit perfect in any one of those universes that for they're sure. inspired by. Uh, but one thing that a lot of people don't know too is like these trading cards. Yes, these things are going to reward you handsomely for holding any of the unboxed. If you happen to have one of the shinies or the glitched um, or one of the special like little rare traits that happen inside of there, you're going to get a nice little chunk of uh, yummy coin airdrop to you here on the 10th. Um, but outside of that, these little playing cards that people sleep on a lot are actually going to be used as a uh, in-game to actually be able to play and battle with. Um, and those are there's only seven of those different variations of them. Um, so I think people sleep on that too. Um, and, and it's one thing that I'm, I'm excited for as the game starts to release, um, you know, and, and they dropped it already inside their late paper, which we've got a chance to talk with the devs over there and shout out to those guys, um, for, for coming on with us. But yeah. You, you, you get a handsome reward for, for, for sitting onto these things. So I was, I was happy to see that. Um, yeah, that's cool. They're going to like go back and make sure they're taken care of. They, they cut off a chunk for those guys. You know what I mean? Like they've been there since the beginning. So of course we have to reward that. 
Yeah. And then, uh, like you said, Jack, we just got an announcement for this too, is that the 10 K is if you hold one of the, the 10 K Naru's or even the seasonal Naru's that have launched, uh, May 15th is the date that you get to jump onto the website and you get to finally get to stake your yummy, lock them up into a smart contract and start earning yummy. Um, and I think if we remember right, when we talked to them, it's either three, five or seven weeks, uh, that you get to put, mm-hmm. put them in for they'll lock them into a smart contract onto their website here. Um, and then, and you can't take them out either though. Those right. have to leave in there. Correct. Yes. Those are in a smart contract where, so that's also a decision to make too, though. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to, uh, you know, you have to think about it. Like what if yummy moons in that time frame? do you want to be sitting on something that you can't sell? Um, which I like because it lowers the supply of yummy and technically the cre- the community decides the value of these things. Because depending on how much they're staking, you know, that creates less demand, you know, less supply and then maybe increased demand as this, uh, if they build a game and the card packs, like they're saying, are as fun as, as we think they're going to be. So um, especially high staking, especially ones that have high staking values, like you said, Tommy, because if you have a good yummy that's going to be getting a lot of yummy token for staking, you're going to be staking it. So all those ones that have like really high returns are going to be locked up in contracts. So if you're someone that doesn't really care about the actual yummy token and you have one of those ones, you're going to be able to see increased demand for it because no one's going to be selling those ones that have a lot of yummy. They're all going to be staked. No. Um, And on top of that too, obviously you have like the very legendary ones that you have that earn a ridiculous amount, which we, do we ever address this? The 42069? I did a Um, DM to them. I brought that to them. I was like, how did we miss that during the interview? I didn't remember that at all. Yeah. The the one of one legendary Nehru's over here earned 42069 uh, staking rewards or yummy as they locked us up. And these are all in a monthly value, right? Like that's what these are estimated rewards at. Um, And one thing to point out for a lot of people too, right now, if they don't know, is we're about to first launch into those seasons seasonal Nehru's over here. So you can always sort by, you know, different, different, um, whether it's the OGs or one, one of the three seasons, the spoopy, which is the autumn, the winter Nehru's, the Christmas ones, or the spring Nehru's, but you can sort these right now. And these, when this does go live on May 15th, you get a four X rewards right now, uh, for holding these. So some of these are going to earn even more than the OG 10 Ks. Um, and so Jack, I don't know, I'm sure you hold some of these right now too, as well. Right. Yeah, I go, I got a few, I have like, Quite a few of the winters and the and oh, the nice. spoopies, but I only minted I think two springs, but because yeah, like, but yeah, I got yeah. Gonna, each season. I need each season. So. You got to have one of each season, right? Because even even like you said, some of the stuff, um, you know, like so look at, I mean, some of these rewards are insane. Like you multiply these by four, you know, or, or maybe these are no, these aren't at four because these are the one of ones. But yeah, you multiply this by four over here, you know, you're you're hit, you're sitting at a pretty penny right now as far as the. I mean, we haven't really got an announcement as far as how much the card packs are going to cost or you know any what the in-game currency prices are going to be. But uh, you know, if you're staking some of these higher ones, I can imagine you can probably be able to fund yourself inside the ecosystem pretty decently. Um, and if anybody we've we've talked about in the show before, is this is the website for the staking, which goes live, like you said, on the 15th. Um, but if you're curious on how to actually sort this, CNFT Jungle actually is one of the websites that does a good job of integrating the rewards over here um, into the website on top of telling you where to go to buy them um, over here. So you can actually Damn. sort. I got gets a lot, dude. Shit. So if you look over here, <laughs> these are actually now in season and they are have the multipliers attached to them right now. Uh, so shout out to That's TJ awesome. right now. You want to scoop TJ so you can you can buy it for 790. I didn't know yeah. I had like the top seven. And dude, you better oh it's on you, sale. That's why. Never mind. Because they're on you have it on sale. Click. That's the you have that clicked on. 
Yeah, but uh, I mean, most people, if you are looking to pick up on secondary right now, now you can go sort um, and maybe potentially find some good deals over here for some of this yummy that's about to go. I mean, 5,000 yummy, if you look over on the 10K collection, you know, that's, that's costing you weight of more than what this is listed for right now. I was going to say, look at that one right next to TJ's. You get uh, you get 30 more yummy, but uh, 48, uh, 48, 8 or less. There you right. go. That off to just right underneath TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, do you ever look at any of these sites or anything like this? For, or, I mean, I did look at the lookup when, like, and I, because you can load in your wallet for that one. And I was, I think I, I forget what it was. I think it was around like 40,000 yummy for the OGs that I had at the nice. time, which is quite a bit, which is quite a bit. Or maybe mm -hmm. I don't even oh. know how much it was, but I'm curious because right I, I haven't, I haven't loaded up. I think on one of my wallets are connected right now. I'm actually curious too, because I, I own a lot of the sprint, the seasonals. I don't own, I only own five OGs. Okay. I see it says you're oh, 39. I didn't, yeah, I didn't have that at the time. So I manually calculated it, but I probably have to go back and check now. Dude, I'm, you should go. That'd be, that's going to be fun to see that. Um, yeah, that I, I, didn't, I haven't looked at mine in a while yet since it updated. So that's cool to see. Um, I, dude, I, I, I wish I would have invested more into the, the 10Ks, um, but I was going for like a whale roll inside the Yummy Discord and I, there was no way I was making it to the 10K whale roll. So I had to yeah. go for the, the seasonals. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's actually really cool too. So they actually have the sort rewards you can see, but if you click on this button and hook your wallet up to it, you can actually uh, see how much Yummy estimated you're about to earn for a month. Um, so that's actually cool to see. I'm just hoping those card packs. Hot damn! Where'd you get that yeah. bucket hat one, Tommy? With the, I didn't know you had one with the uh, the Goku. Oh, the little doji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, that's sick. Yeah, we picked up a couple of these uh, throughout time. Um, but yeah, man, uh, yummy, yummy has been one of the ones where I always feel like at home. Humble with. brag. Uh, dude, I mean, that's where you you talk about those CNTs and these projects that we mint all the time. We spend a lot of money doing you know, doing this stuff just in general. And the fact that uh, you always want to invest, you know, where you see the long-term play. Um, and yummy is definitely one of mine where I find at home, not just for the community. And I, I love everybody over there, but I really do believe in the project. So I put any profits and stuff that I have, and I reinvest a lot of my stuff back into them just because I I'm there for the long term. I'm not going anywhere with them. I haven't sold a single yummy to date, uh, since I've had this, this stuff. So I'm just sitting on them, you know? Yeah, there's your uh, classic bubblegum blowing guy right there. Yeah, yeah shout out to Tom. That's what got him started in animation before we even became a podcast. He animated this little guy. around him. And then Animate Bits, I think, picked it up as a derivative stuff, and he made it with your thing. So uh, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah Jack, dude. Uh, what's your uh, final take with Yummy right now? Are you excited for the future? What um, same as you, honestly. I'm just, I've been, I did get more Yummy. Like, I got more Nars back in January, I think it was, and I haven't. Cause I, they were, I was just kind of, I read their white paper or not, I didn't read the white paper. I was just like looking around at things to reinvest into the ecosystem rather than just take profits out. Cause I haven't really done that ever, but yeah, like I just put it, put it into yummy or, or dead pixels or now Mikasi, the three projects that really I've been looking for long-term as investments, but yeah, you think you'll be playing the game some as well for Yummy, or are you just kind of in it right now for the for the long no, term? I, yeah, goal? I think I want to play the game for sure. I think okay. also, I think <laughs> yummy is one of the ones that looks like, uh, mass adoption as you said not even the brand but also just the game in general i feel like it's going to be more you know anyone can play their white paper said kind of like entice that too the free, yeah. free to play i think it was aspect or the i forget what could, it was blueberry entry at least right it's so. yeah because i think the first initial pack right now what they're doing is right they're because they're all self-funded too they're not they don't have yeah. like funding behind them so the first uh card packs that they, i know they announced that 
is going to be an ADA. You know, you're going to have to purchase the cards with ADA. And then every single card pack, as far as I know, after that is going to be only with the yummy uh, coin itself. Um, so we've talked about this and this would be fun to do too uh, with you is uh, doing the uh, live, you know, how people do like card pack openings yeah, of yeah. Pokemon, right? That Can you imagine fun. doing yummy pack openings? That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to hook up for like a live stream or something like that and just connect the wallets and start. If you're own, earning a lot of that yummy token, like that's the part what it me, me, I just yeah. want to open all that stuff up and just start funding enough to feed my <laughs> habit <laughs> of card packs inside of there so uh yeah shout out to yummy universe shout out to david and shannon and the whole team all the devs over there um everybody in chat man it is uh it's one of my favorite and it feels like home one of those discords you feel at home with you, you cannot be in there for days you post a little emoji and it's just boom everybody just hits you <laughs> with a stabby or spells out the name i know jack they love you too over there they always spell out jack yeah. underneath their st- <laughs> um, so I, I love that too um but yeah big shout out to yummy universe um you know we're big fans of the project and um mm-hmm. yeah they're an awesome group. Um, I know you mentioned over here, um, Jack Makasi uh, was another one, which is uh, another play to earn game over here with a cute uh, creature over here is, uh, you know, this is a project for us that when we first covered, I think we mentioned them maybe one time on the podcast, maybe the back in like mm-hmm. December. And we were concerned because the Makasi paid like tributes to like stales, like the ele- fire elemental yeah, um, yummy. That. And we were like, eh, like, I don't know. Is this just like yeah, a copycat? So I. I was like that at the time too. Really? Sure. They yeah. actually went back and changed them. I didn't even know that till like a week ago. Did they? Um, well, I did it was also, it was a period of the, the market too, because we had just came out of like, I mean, it was a little bit later, but we were in the thick of it where like now things weren't selling out. Everything didn't flip for, for five yeah. X or 10 X. And we were starting to see like a lot more rug pulls or, or at least projects yeah. that were coming in and just kind of like copy and pasting um, either a lot of it back then was like off of Google, like just stealing stock images, copy and pasting it on like a base model um, and then kind of like just run away with everyone's money. So we were all very, very skeptical and very yeah. focused and tuned in on these, like, you know, everyone had their, their spidey senses, like looking for these, you know, copycats or, or, or money grab projects. Um, and I mean, now what we're six months later, Mikasi's still going strong and developing though. So it, it definitely wasn't what we at least first uh, kind of judged it by its cover. Absolutely not. I I was def- I definitely one I slept on after the fact, and it was one of those ones where it was like a pride thing for me too. Of like, damn, I missed out on this one. I didn't re- originally think it was much, uh, and then to see them kind of build and, and do what they're doing, I just I never was open minded enough to get into it. Um, I was like, if I'm going to choose a cute creature one, I guess I'm going with Yummy because I'm already invested there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jack, I know what what's the big draw for you? Why did you change your mind kind of on the, from the initial impression to where you are now? Yeah, so most of it was honestly because I do talk with a lot of people in the Dead Pixels community, mm-hmm. and a lot of the, a lot of them are into Mikasi. Like, honestly, probably majority, especially the active people in there. There's a few people who have put like huge Mikasi proposals together for the Rats DAO and the other DAOs. Mm-hmm. Um, Darashi and David King. I don't know if you know those two people, but yes. they're really big advocates of Mikasi. And reading their proposal, I, I was interested. I read it, and that night I went and dropped like. I think it was like, yeah, it was like, it was a lot of eight. It was like 10,008 on yeah. Mikasi, which was at the time they were like 200, eight each. And um, I mean, it was a lot of money, but I just thought, hey, 
little bit of a gamble, have some fun. You know, I'm in my, one, I'm in my mom's basement. Like, can't, how bad is it going to get? Like, how, how much further down am I going to go? And, uh, and the team's been building, right? They, right, they have the breeding. That's why the breeding was coming out at the time. And they've, I've just seen them do AMAs, and they're very active, very communicative. So from what I first thought, you know, I saw, like, all the yummy controversy back in the day. I didn't bother with it back then. But coming this year, like, four months later, seeing them still here and having a breeding game and all that, it really interested me, and I was I'm excited to see what they're going to come up with next. But I do think that they are going to be kind of that that axie kind of feel, yeah. right? And, and they have a lot of quality and a lot of good team experience behind them. So I'm excited. Yeah, um, I, that was one thing that I didn't realize. Like I said, the 3D aspect never even occurred to me what they were actually trying to build, and they've got they're very far along, like you said, in in, in yeah. terms of where the rest of the space is, right? Um, compared to some things. So the breeding was what I've noticed, started to notice. And I don't know what the stands, what does the ITO stand for? I always see that. Do you know what that means? Or I always uh, see like the I, version two of these things or. I just know the ITO ones are the yellow ones and ITO twos are the purple ones. I don't yeah. know what they stand for next necessarily. Actually. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, great question. I'm over here. Cause I'm like ITOs. I'm like, why are those ones cheaper? And I was like, ah, oh, those are the ones that breed. So how were you able to breed? Did you have, what did you have to have besides the initial Makasi? Yeah, so you basically take two of the ITO ones, the yellow ones, and you put them together, and it's like 20 ADA. You can mm -hmm. breed once every seven days, and every time you breed further, uh, it's another two ADA. So now I've bred them like four times each. I have like, or three and a half times each. I have like 70 of the, the ITO twos. Uh -huh. and it, but now it costs like 30-something ADA to breed once, so it gets really? pricey. Um, but it's, it's fun, right? It's kind of addicting. Like I, The other day I was saying, like, oh, just one more breed, and I was talking with people in the Discord chat. And I said one more probably like 13 times. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It happens. <laughs> it's just, it's just, there's a big reveal and, you know, it's like that minting crave, but you actually not, you're not spending that much ADA. Well, it is a huh. little bit, but yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. That's all. So the breeding aspect of it. So it's only that you don't have to just have two different ones. That's the main thing to it or yeah, just two separate ITO ones, the yellow ones. And then okay. you can breed them together. And then what do, what's the point of breeding them? Like, is there a reason to do that? I know, like, obviously we talked, I've seen dirt birds have, like, dirt playing. It's like, what is the point of having a, 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 a to breed one of those? Like, I guess a child version yeah. of these things. So you for, you do get the ITO2, which will be, you'll be able to use it in their game. Um, but also when you breed, like, the, the ITO1s, every breed count, you 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 skip a level. So when you come into their actual game, if you bred your your first generations, your yellow ones, like five times, you'll be level five. You'll skip mm. right ahead to it. So it's like a bypass of the leveling system in that sense too. Um, and then you also get more Makasi reward or like they have their own token. You get more rewards per mm. per per ITO2s and ITO1s you have, but also per how many times you bred the ITO1s. Mm. So it's a lot, of, a lot of incentives hidden there. And I mean, the team's thought it out pretty well because like, it does drive a lot of people to get into the ecosystem and already get started before the game's even released. Yeah. Do you, and so outside of that too, cause I do, I did notice that there was an announcement over here um, besides the breeding um, they have lands that are getting ready to come out. These 3d lands. Um, do you have any information on that stuff? Cause I don't know what that means. Obviously everybody's doing land drops these days. Yeah. Um, what, I, don't what, you, what, I don't know if you can pull it up, but they have like, these are like, these are like the base three ones, but the concept ones actually look, really good like there's the 2d concepts i might scroll down a bit um but essentially yeah like that one you they're having a land sale and you're going to be able to put your itos on them and actually like, use a landing game really? um like it's going to be actual and they're all different you can customize them as far as i know but 
basically, yeah, you get also another incentive is if you have the ITO1s and the ITO2s, the more you have of each, um, the more whitelist spots you get for the land. So I'm going to be, mm. I think I was up to like 3,080 worth of land I have to buy, and I, I plan on buying it all. <laughs> Jesus. I, I plan on minting it all. Giddy up, all right. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's another incentive if you actually want to spend all, a lot of ADA on land, but I plan on doing it. I like the project, and I think the quality, like it looks good. I, mean, I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm really, I'm, I think the team's uh, pretty dedicated. So. I love this. I hadn't seen this, the land plots. Like yeah, they look really good. so hard on this. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of different like old, ones too. Uh, like Zelda or some on the Game Boy and I'm all about it. Um, I was going to say then like the, the game, is it, um, it almost seems like it's going to be more like a, um, I could do like Animal Crossing kind of game sort of thing. Yeah. Um, like that's, I guess Tommy, we always, and TJ, we always kind of thought like, this is the Digimon to the Pokemon. And also we were Pokemon fans. So Digimon yeah. could go, you know, fuck itself. I don't know if we're aging ourselves or <laughs> dating ourselves uh, with Digimon <laughs> references. Uh, they've kind of died away, but that's what it really kind of seemed like. Whereas they're more, um, and, and I, they would probably, I don't, you know, what they would like to compare themselves to. It's hard to do comparison or analogies, but like kind of like a Tamagotchi or mixed with a uh, kind of like Animal Planet or Animal Crossing. Um, it yeah. seems like where it's just kind of like a, a virtual world where you take care of your pets and you can build things up and, and make your little land plots and, and hang out in like a social space almost. Yeah, well, seeing like I said, this is different than what I was originally anticipating mm -hmm. too. Like I saw like the, the 3D, you know, we all see the land plots, right? Like I guess the one, more, one of the more animated ones out of the space right now has been uh, Cardania. Uh, with some of the way those plots have looked, but outside of that, it's the famous like grass, like with Pavia and stuff. But to see like this, like little image on this, where you actually put your uh, your Mikasi on there and actually, I guess, earn. Yeah. So the whole point of this is to earn. Did it have like in game like currency and stuff outside? Um, I know the Mikasi token is is something, right? Yeah. So the, I think they they have like an in game token called like Moshi, and you can convert it to the Mikas like Mikas later. I'm not a hundred percent sure in all the mechanics with the lands and like this, the game in depth, because a lot of that hasn't been revealed. Mm -hmm. um, and also like, I don't understand all of it yet. Cause there is a lot yeah. to ask there. And oh, there's a lot imagine, of like, dude. there's a lot of hidden things they've kind of aren't fully released. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to play the game. Like I'm going to play yummy. I'm going to play the dead picks game. I'm going to play this one because there are three products I'm heavily invested to, but um, like, I don't know when it's going to come out. I don't know when the final game is going to come out, but I know Mikasi, they have like different phases. They have the breeding game, they have a pet game, and then they have a Mikasi planet game. So there's like three different games technically. Yeah, well, there's a lot yeah. to it. So the breeding aspect's curious too, because I'm just like, as I'm scrolling here to learn kind of my first take on this is like, so you're breeding one of it. There's like this little bonus thing up here too. So yeah. there's other stuff outside of just, you know, making the NOTs and getting like you said, the there's first some and second. There's mechanics area. to it for sure. Yeah, um, so. TJ, uh, help us out here. What's a uh, what's a floor a floor check on the uh, the Macaulay? Got it. Look at right Because uh, uh, I'm gonna have to snag one of these. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which one? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming ITO twos. Which one? Uh, it doesn't matter. ITOs are four sixty, and ITO2s are sixty nine. Jeez. Oh, so yeah, we got to get in on this, huh? Uh, I wonder I mean, if the ITO twos will have like you know. I assume they're gonna benefit you know for holding to some of the holders as far as these land sale goes i wonder if they're going to open any up to the public or they're going to do like a, yeah there is a bit a of raffle public land sales okay. i nice. think it's like i think it's like a maybe it's less than a thousand for public yeah. and then ito2s if you have five of them like before the snapshot i think the snapshot hasn't happened yet if you have five of the ito2s you get a whitelist spot and if, you have, two, five. if okay. you have two of the the yellow ones ito1s you get a 
play two. a spot as oh, well. Wow, okay. All okay. Right. So you got to spend a little yeah. ADA right now to get that. But you do that's, for sure. Do you know yeah. the total drop then? So you said a thousand for public uh, or about it's ten uh, ten thousand. Oh wow. Ten thousand land drop. But like to to be honest, that to me, I think that's pretty good compared to yeah, like Pavia and like other land yeah. drops are you know hundred thousand, sixty thousand, fifty, like whatever the crazy numbers. But um, but these ones I'm. I, I haven't minted any land except for like one Pavia and like, you know, the obviously I minted Clay Nation, but I'm, I've never been excited, this excited to mint something and this like, and also willing to put so much in, uh, money into mint that I have for Mikasi. Oh man. I, yeah. yeah. So I, again, I've been, I've been sleeping on this and I, I've been seeing more and more people. I actually do believe I saw David King mention Mikasi at one point and I kind of just shrugged it off because Again, I, I think it was pride more of the fact that I just I couldn't do it because I saw how well they were doing. I was just like, I can't commit to that another one like that. Like Chill Kongs, I was like that <laughs> the same way. Um, but dude, the artwork and I like the style of their their art too. Like these bland sales, it's cool to see like their take on like this, you know, this um, you know, like their their metaverse, their world or whatever you want to call it, the game. I guess it's a game at the end of the day, yeah. right? Um so what, do you know any of the mechanics of what the game itself you're going to be able to do? Or is it just so like it's, the, the, you know, there's a game and I'm not sure exactly what it is that you're going to be doing in that game. I know they have revealed a lot of the details, but like most of my focus has been on like the fundamentals behind yeah. where they're going. Um, I know there's, so there's obviously the breeding game. I, I don't know if I call it a game, but that's what they, they say, the breeding game the breeding yeah. that they have now. Then they have a pet game, which is like um, kind of feeding your, you're feeding your pets, you're keeping your pets healthy, like stuff like that. That'll yeah. be in the Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I was looking for. Yeah. And then there's also going to be the whole Mikasi Planet game, which is a little bit a ways out, which is kind of tying everything together. I think the land and like being able to actually go and, you know, battle or whatever else with your, your ITOs, your ITO ones would be like, you can get 3D versions by holding the original NFTs and stuff like that. So there's a lot to it. I, I didn't even cover like half the stuff I'm saying now in my video when I did do a video on them. Um, they, they've been developing really fast though. It's like, it's it's pretty yeah. impressive to see how much they do every week because they do weekly AMAs and weekly progress updates. Well, I can see why people have been yelling at us to talk about them. <laughs> I yes. know. We got We've been so, so like, it's like blinder seg. I have some I'm guys surprised David King hasn't said something about it. You know, he yeah. gave us a nice little shout out and he wasn't well, just like, look at these idiots just not talking about Mikasi. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about Yummy, which yeah. obviously Yummy's a good project. It's been a fifth week in a row talking about Yummy. It's like, you guys like Yummy so much. Why don't you check this yeah. out? um yeah i'm definitely gonna check it out now i'd love i yeah this is so much different too to even just to even see this right here i know that's not like a full game or anything but to see the vision of where it is where they could be going with this um this this feels very commercially like branding wise very good too um like you said you you akin yeah. it to like a uh, axie or something like that yeah. um yeah man uh, that's, that's exciting and they got the whole so the land do we know when the land sale is or have they announced that day yet um, no, they haven't announced the date. It's okay. pretty, I, it is really soon. I believe though, I, maybe they did announce the date and I'm just, I don't remember. But I, I, I do this. We do that all month. the time. Man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in the next month. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's coming out very soon. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, definitely check that out. And I know it was a topic that we were like, we were like, we need to cover this, but Jack is the perfect person to kind of get us segued <laughs> into it a little oh, bit. Oh, for sure. I, I appreciate all the information because I honestly had no idea about it at all. Yes. Like I knew the name of it. I knew of it, of course, but I knew yeah. nothing other than that, really and truly. Yeah. Oh, people cool. have been way too nice. You should be embarrassed. Like, it's one of those yeah. ones, though, that it's not that, like, we weren't, I guess, paying attention. It's that when I would hear the name, I'm like, 
wasn't that from like five months ago? Like they're still yeah. around kind of thing. Just cause I, like you said, Tommy, I don't know if it was stubbornness or just like, I, I, I didn't get into it then. So like, Oh, why would I start getting into it now? I just never even just bothered to look at all. Um, yeah. It's kind of amazing how something that big can slide under the radar like that. Um, as far as how much they've developed in this amount of time. Yeah. Well, shout out to this team, man. I am. Um, we're sorry. We didn't, haven't covered it. it <laughs> we're sooner. sorry. We're um, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. The South Park, me, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, well, I definitely something I'm going to keep an eye on now too. Um, and definitely not sleep on it anymore. So thanks Jack for uh, bringing this one up for us. Um, another one that's kind of moving into their next phase right now too, which we've been big fans of since back yeah. in the day is uh dirt birds, the Pred invasion. Um, Jack, have you, uh, have you, have you, have you any dirt birds or back in the day? I do have a few dirt birds. I have a, I think I have an egg that just never hatched. I don't even know how, what the It's just sitting there, right? Yeah. Yeah, It's just, I just sitting there, but I did see their, uh, invasion coming in. It's pretty cool. It looks pretty, I like it. I like like the Preds a lot. I really like, I really like the dirt bird team. They're nice people. I know we haven't got a chance yet to talk with them. I know we're in the works to try to get that set up right now. Um, but yeah, like they're. Uh, one thing to me that's always stirred out, I was, I fought dirt so hard in the beginning, like the artwork for the actual birds themselves. I was just not drawn to it. It's just kind of was like one of those ones. I remember seeing them on one CNFT and I was just like, that's not going to work. Uh, and then <laughs> moved on. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, little did I know, like I'm looking at them and then all of a sudden now uh, I find myself one night buying like an Epic dirt bird because I need to incubate an egg that I just uh, got. And then it's going to hatch a little dirt blink baby. Um, and, and I, I dived down the rabbit hole with them a little bit. Uh, but one thing that I appreciated them, cause I believe, I can't remember which month it was maybe in like November of last year when they actually did do that, uh, the derpling like mint. Um, and it was one of the first like multi-sig mints inside the space where you were able to connect your wallet and then turn in your egg to get your, with your, uh, you know, to get that actual derpling itself. Uh, and that was a really cool experience. Like visually it worked very well too, where it was just like, put your egg in there, you connected your wallet and then boom, the baby like came out like instantly uh, and it got to your wallet. Um, so was that cool was a incubator process there. Yeah. I think you have a recording of that even, right? Yeah. That, yeah. When you and- mint these preds, right. It burns the, the, the birds and the dirt planes and the eggs, right. It does it actually burn them or no. So the, so right now, currently the pred, pred invasion is the next thing. This is like the next iteration of what they got going on. And from, from, from this right now, this is basically like the enemies of the dirt birds. So they're invading Derptonia, as they call it, their planet. Um, and, and you can kind of see these don't look anything like dirt birds. Um, they're very not like just like goofy and like silly. These things look kind of badass. There's like, no derp to them. Yeah, there's no derp. Yeah, like, these things are like serious, right? Yeah. yeah um so these are a lot different but they're the enemies of them and they basically what they're calling locked up um i I guess i would call it um over on their website is you know you're gonna and the cool thing about this too is that it was free so if you owned a dirt bird and an egg or a derpling and and a couple eggs i think it was one at least one egg you had to have with them you could basically mint this for free so so they're not burned then they're just locked up or i don't know because it goes into a multi-sig transaction on the thing and then all of a sudden you get back a pred with it so you lose it either if you turn a dirt bird and an egg in, you lose the dirt bird and the egg. But I don't know if that gets returned back to you at all point. They haven't said like if you're going to be able to get it back. It's yeah. like a choice right now. Um, what if it's, it's like a Benjamin's group thing where like you can turn it into the toy or the egg, whatever you want to do. 
uh, I don't know, man. Like this is, it, they're they're basically calling it like locked up because they're going to go into some sort of war, uh, like war or invasion from these things. Um, but if you go to their website right now, which I don't know if it's still going to work, uh, but I, I wanted to kind of show if you go to the invasion website, you can actually sh- like this is the process of actually doing it, um, and they have like this ranking system over here to like actually. This is this is one of the cool things why I wanted to showcase this is because you know when you mint right you're basically relying on luck it's like a it's a gamble you don't know you could get the best thing in the world like I did with overexposed or you could get like nothing at all and it's just you know you're sitting at the bottom um, so over here you can kind of choose your fate a little bit um, and you can actually on the corner over here depending on what kind of dirt bird you have like for me I bought an epic dirt bird which is like the third highest rarity inside the space and if you look at it it's got a sixty base multiplier and over here it starts at rank one gets up to rank two three and then finally four um, and each rank requires like a score to it um, and if you select a derpling instead of the derp you know the, at a base derpling right now um, you know you get a base stat and then from there you can either select what they call fuel and as those are your eggs um, so this is actually my like the dad that i had and then the baby that came from it so this one was a rare baby. So it's got like a little extra multiplier. I actually bought one of these off the secondary right here. The pred attributes give you a plus 30 on this. So it automatically shoots me to rank two. And what this is essentially is just increasing the rarity, like the guaranteed rarity. Like if you hit rank two, rank three, and eventually the highest rank four, you're guaranteed to have the rarest of the rare preds inside of there. Um, but if you don't have the ADA to spend or don't have the eggs to actually get all these, you can take a gamble and you can still mint a rare, uh, a rank four, which is the base dirt. There's still the gamble in there, but this is more okay. the guarantee. This is still, this is the more the guarantee, uh, for you. If you don't want to, you don't want to test your, you know, the gambling, you just, I, I want a, a good one. I'm going to go all in. Um, so you can choose whatever you want to choose. And then once from this screen, you can choose the fuel. I got two eggs sitting here right now, the base stat eggs. Um, I need, I need an egg to fuel the, this, I guess, I don't even know what it is. Um, but I'm fueling whatever it is. And then uh, from there, I can choose to either over on the sideline, you can see that I sit at whatever this this 55 battle preparedness. If I come over here and I want to add another egg to it, it actually bumps me up another mm. 15 score to start tearing me up to get higher and higher on the rewards list. Um, and then each egg, like, so I get 15 for the first egg, the second egg is 10 and so on. It goes down to five and it just stays there. So if I have any other rare attributes, it shoots me up. Um, and then, cool. And then from there, you can kind of finalize your transaction. Um, if you want us to do finalize. that, I'll, I'll finalize. I'll mint one of these right here. Well, don't yeah. use all your eggs. Uh, but no, you were no, until no. Uh, like two in the morning last night trying to uh, yeah. figure out the system, right? And get that rank four. Yeah, absolutely. And then I was realizing on the secondary right now that if you do try to do that, um, you're probably going to spend like anywhere from 500 to 800 ADA trying to get a rank four right now. Oh. Uh, so it's a little tough. Hot damn. Um, so I, I, of course, I'm, I, this isn't going to work right now because I've been letting it sit. Oh, uh, hold on. Maybe we're just creating a transaction. So these guys kind of work into the same system as like dead pixels where it all builds it in one. And once you sign the transaction, it actually, yeah, it did pop up on my screen right now. So I can actually admit, we'll see if it works. Um, but it's at the constraints of the blockchain. It just will take my derpling, it'll take my dirt bag out of my wallet, and it'll send me back my pred um, in the same transaction when I go to mint this. Um, so that's why I like the dirt bird team because that's they really they have good technology, man. Oh, yeah. that, that that's what's fun about them. Uh, they're not you, know, you can call the artwork whatever you want to call it, but the fact that the devs that what they have, are dude, they're so money right now. Like I, I love I love the fact that they they push the space forward too. 
We tried um, some new things. Like I know, you know, we talked about it actually a little bit earlier where the the incubator didn't work perfect the whole way through. You know, they had a couple bug tests in there and stuff, but they it was all new. And then they bring like that new technology and they've even, you know, gotten to the point where they're kind of seen as like that somewhat of an authority on, on how to do mints properly and where they actually, you know, help out the other projects and stuff. So yeah, they're definitely at the top of the game. Yep. See, well, while we're waiting for this to submit to the blockchain, cause it's there, well, maybe we'll do a, a derp, uh, a pred reveal later inside the video as it gets through this uh, chain. So it's absolutely, we'll see what happens out of it. But yeah, Jack, this is uh, something that I really appreciated about this team is that dude, they're just, they're, they're good at pushing the space forward. And I think people sleep another uh, on this, on this project as well. Um, and so it's another one to possibly look into. There's so many though to keep up with, yeah, right? I really like dirt birds and they're like, ever since they started doing multi-sig transactions and pushing for multi-sig mints, I've been very, like, I, I've been looking at them and just like been happy that they're here because like, I don't think that address send is really, uh, you know, the way that we should be doing things at all. And I really yeah. like, I really like seeing multi-segments and there's been a lot more of them lately too, like a lot more. hundred percent. Well, the crazy thing is, is that they actually were developing their own minting service and advising other projects, not just doing the Dirt Bird yeah. team. Um, I know they actually helped out. The famous one was uh, Cornucopius when they actually did their bubble jet uh, mint over there. They actually consulted with the Dirt Bird team to set up the queuing system to be able to do the, the mint with them. Um, so that was one big thing. And then we got to talk to, a, a, uh, another project called Cardopoly, um, where they're basically building like the, the Cardano version of the online version of Monopoly on a Cardano blockchain. And, uh, their website was actually hooked up using a, a NAMI or an eternal, one of those two as well, and doing a multi-sig mint. And they actually consulted with a Dirtbird team for minting. So I know a lot of people have been going to them. So it, it outside of just their own project. They're helping others with the code and things like that to be able to develop that technology for future mints. So like you said, it's improving the space just in general um, outside of their own thing. So that's that to me is what builds because I know if you have a good team around you, I'm not worried about it. It's, you know, it may take a little bit longer uh, to get things done, but they're, I'm just, I know they're working on something good if, it, if they're being quiet, you know? Yeah. Something new usually too, something creative, bringing something different to the space. Oh yeah. That level up thing is very cool when you're using the fuel and stuff that that's very interesting. And it gives, you know, a whole new value to those NFTs that people have been holding um, kind of helps push that market of needing more eggs. Well, that, that to me is just another first inside the space too. Like where, I mean, I don't know, maybe there are some other projects that I missed. It's the first um, I've experienced it. Yeah. Where, where have you got this chance to see that I can pick basically almost essentially my rarity, um, you know, but that's on the side, like, awesome. Like, hey, I want, I just, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not playing the game of, of gambling. I just want the best one that I can get. And I'm curious to see what it is. I'm going to tear it up and just select all these eggs and boost myself like that. That's something new inside the space too. Um, as you start to see like these NFTs evolve where you can start doing add-ons to whatever your base like model is. Right. Um, so I, I don't know, man, these guys are, are pushing the space forward in a way that I don't think most realize. Uh, and I don't think always that they get the credit that they deserve either. Um, just because again, they're very quiet about how they do things. They aren't like the very flashy marketing, but when they do come out with stuff like you, dude, you should be paying attention, I think. For sure. Um, so yeah, shout out to the Derpers. Maybe we'll get a chance to talk to those guys, um, over there. Big shout out to the Preds. I'm, I like them quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, we'll come back to this. We'll see what we end up uh, minting. Maybe at the end of this, uh, maybe something good, who knows? Um, one thing I did have to shout out, uh, to anybody who's, who's paying attention inside the space is Clay Nation. 
obviously um we got a quick little update to these guys i know jack we covered this and i'm sure almost everybody inside the space has seen the snoop dog announcement with clays um of what they're what they're building with their uh the clay nation drop um one thing that i is a kind of off topic but just just this in general is the fact that we saw uh, this week like uh, eon musk bought twitter right um so clays went ahead and did their own like little animation when did that happen is that um, new? Is that when? Is that two, a day I ago? Heard, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard that. Is that news? Yeah, I hadn't heard uh, that. Oh, Elon. Yeah, dude, yeah. You've been, you've been on he Twitter. Just, he just casually heard. bought Twitter on a Tuesday afternoon. Okay, I got you, dude. Can you imagine, Jack? What, we were talking about this in a space actually. Let's say I'll talk from like Clay's. Um, how do you feel about that? Like that with Elon? Whether you like him or not, uh, do you feel like that's a good? Uh, I like it. On I think it's. I like it. Yeah, I, I feel just... like it pushes Web three in like a good direction, right? Yeah. So I, I uh, I'm curious with uh, with Clay's because they always do this with everybody, right? They've made Snoop Dogg, they made Steve Aoki, they've made Busta Rhymes. Uh, they have all these different celebrities. So they, they did a little shout out to him. Can I imagine? God, if Elon Musk acknowledges how crazy sh- like stuff would get for Clay's. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of the big things that just happened with them, why we wanted to just make mention of it, is news is the the Clay map has officially been revealed, not fully dropped yet. Um, we have no idea where we're going to end up inside of this stuff. Um, and got Jack, a picture. yeah, we got a picture and it's not just, just a basic picture. Like there's some interactability with inside of it. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever hovered over the the main stage over here. You actually get to hear a track from uh, champ uh, Snoop's son, champ Medici. He's on the track and Snoop Dogg's on the track. And my favorite line from Snoop Dogg on that track over there was uh, Charles Haskinson. What a dude, nephew um and so he's he's involved uh in the space and uh dude yeah jack what are your what are your thoughts on this you, you got a chance to check this out yeah i did i did look at it and i, I noticed that uh like they i didn't realize they had like custom music already just for this mm-hmm. um i mean i have like uh i have a plot in with a sonic village i think i have a plot in there and i guess i'm just, i'm excited for the land reveal but i'm excited also just like to see um not only clay nation but just like to get in the you know, get in the metaverse like actually do something but i think clay i think clays will be the most fun because you actually get to be like this 3d like clay figure yeah (laughs) i think it'll be pretty hilarious it's it's fun like you get a chance to download we we were talking about that in an earlier episode where we downloaded like our fbx file and we're like putting them in like those free websites where they do like the crazy animations so it's cool to like take your like your profile pic that everybody always flexes with but actually get to see it move and do well i'm curious how they're gonna move because all i have in my head is like those old school like christmas movies like the rudolph and like santa's coming to town one like the stop motion clays (laughs) so i'm very curious to see how they do that. <laughs> I well, always think cool. of a uh, celebrity deathmatch. That too, exactly. Celebrity deathmatch too, as well. Yeah, Gumby well, and celebrity deathmatch. Well, the crazy thing for me is that the plots did very well. Like they had, we were talking about the volume for them too. Like they did something insane. I don't remember. It was like, I don't know. It was a three to eleven million something crazy. Like within like the first within the first somewhere few between days, two million and a hundred million. Like something crazy <laughs> though. Like they're now okay. So I'm looking at them now. <laughs> dude uh no not even that like the just the fact that these guys have i think it was they jumped to the number 11th spot like overall inside the cnft mm-hmm. market within three days they're at the number 10 spot right now in volume for cnfts um and these guys just, just the plots though too just not, the plots not, not, yeah, not, not plays, including just the, plots. the 10k nothing no underworld just the plots so 6.2 million ada has been traded so far within the plots which has put them at the number 10 overall in volume. So yeah. you can t- obviously there's hype built around it. Anytime you put Snoop Dogg in something, obviously people are going to come to it. Um, so they've got this whole 
area up here for uh, baked nation. Um, but one thing I did appreciate about it, and I know Pavia, you know, is a very vast uh, map that has a hundred thousand plots. These are roughly about 32,000 of these. Um, but each one of these is got nice little like landmarks built into the website um, over here. And like I said, the main stage uh, is where, you know, I'm assuming where the main concerts are. They've already talked about that Sonic village. The main spot is where their original 10 K clays um, you were able to mint. So the most value is going to be giving to this area inside the world. Uh, but even if you did hold one of the good Charlottes, the underworlds, you do have the underworld thing here. And like they have the after di dark disco um, that I liked on side of the map here. They have all these different little hubs. They have another stage inside of uh, the underworld too. So immediately my thought has to go like, right. They're going to have good Charlotte uh, do some sort of concert in here. You would think, right. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, they have like these little decentral and like stations or D yeah. Decentral stations, like these little trains on the map that bring you places um, inside of the, this, this part of the map, you have the field of dreams inside of Bake nation with like a tent um, over here too. So I can only imagine that snooping. Uh, they're going to take advantage of those. They've already talked about doing stuff inside this place too. So, um, dude, yeah, I, I'm excited because right here, if you ever notice, like there's like this little dotted line that just happens to go to another part portion of this over here that we don't even see. And there's a whole other like unfound like landmark here. So who knows where this could really go if it does take off. Um, that's where Aria goes. That's, that's west of Westeros. <laughs> Like you have these locks style like stuff too right yeah i have no idea i'm curious uh, the locks are that's what i want to know is what are these locks going to reveal is there like like different sections that you're only allowed in and they're locked off to other people i'm very curious about that when uh, i didn't know that it was inside the discord and club clay when like things were just getting started um on when the map revealed and she goes has anybody got a clay key um and then apparently the clay keys are going to do something with these locks and i don't know how to obtain a clay key but the clay keys are going to do something with these to unlock certain content or certain things um so the big thing is is uh they had they dropped a nice little faq over here um, on the website if you don't know uh the main thing is that the coordinates everybody wants to know when that's happening um they're going to release it when they're ready to they just said stay tuned to the discord um, and then the plots are actually going to get built um, and automatically updated the metadata inside there. So you don't got to do anything. They're just going to get automatically updated and they're going to be about as transparent as they can. They said, as far as to how these get allocated, it's going to be completely random, I guess, is how they're going to do it. Um, and there are going to be more details on how that happens as well. Uh, the big thing that everybody always asks is between the small, medium and large plots, they finally identified what a plot is. So you have a one by one for a small, a two by two for a medium and a three by three for a large. Um, so those large plots are going to be significantly bigger, at least three times um, compared to the one. So at I mean, least an hour nine, at least <laughs> at least three times bigger. It needs to be at least center France. <laughs> Jack, what are your thoughts with uh, with Clay? Because obviously we're doing you know, an airdrop as well uh, for holding these lands. I mean, I only have the I have like one clay plot. It's a large Sonic, but I mean, nice. I, I'm always going to hold something for clay because like, sure. it just seems like one of those projects that's going to be here. Like I can see it here in, you know, a year or two, three years. So, oh, it's yeah. just it feels fun too. like if you're part of if you're a big part in the CNFT space, like owning a clay seems, you know, it's like, a you know, a very yeah. like big goal for a lot of people if you especially if you missed out like back in september last year because they've always hovered around a really high floor um it's been a very high barrier to entry to get in so even even recently once the you know they started to announce these stuff the the, the undergrounds even took off so um it, it's definitely pricey to get in but for what they're trying to build um 
you know, it, it could be, it could take off. It could not, but I know if anything, you're going to get to run around with a virtual clay and listen to some cool music um, and upgrade yourself yeah. with different attributes. So and the team there, I just, I really, I don't know. I've never gotten a chance to, I, t- I talked to Lena one time inside of a Twitter space, um, but outside of even that. That was cool though. That was huge. Just even yeah. that, I was like, this is awesome. She, there's this down to earth. Like Jack, have you got a chance ever to talk to their team? Um, I was supposed to like, I think a month and a half ago, talk, like I was going to have Lena on the channel, but um, I can imagine that she was kind of got kind of busy, busy. So was I. So yeah. we're going to, so I think that's going to be rescheduled, but uh, I haven't reached out to her since, but yeah, I'm excited to talk to her. Yeah. I know they're passionate and they're just, yeah, they are down to earth. They're just chill. They're super nice. Like they're always transparent too. And she has like, even after I remember too, cause we, I know it wasn't in the space, but people we knew as soon as the, uh, the mint started happening, um, for all the lands for the, for the pitches, uh, she jumped into a space later that night and talked for like a couple hours and just kind of answered questions as best she could. And was just there to kind of talk about the project. So this is like their baby, right? They, they're, I think that the whole yeah. thing with them was just like, they want to have a virtual place to hang out and listen to good music and chill. Uh, was their original goal and it's evolved into what it's evolved into so and in fact i got charles hoskinson and uh, snoop dogg to chat like to chat with each other yeah. that, was, that was huge right um so yeah i'm curious you know obviously they were hoping to be successful when you start something like this but i mean to think that like oh maybe one day i'll be working with snoop dogg i mean that's got to be crazy yeah in, in a short year too right like yeah. things move so fast inside of space who knows where you're gonna Less be at year, yeah yeah so uh, big shout out to these guys. I know the next thing, obviously, you're going to get revealed wherever you are inside the map. You obviously you can see the sections off. And then from there, um, they are also going to be doing a clay token allocation um, in May uh, coming up here soon. And I believe the way they have it set up is it doesn't matter whether you own a large, medium or small. It should be the same allocation to each land uh, plot holder. And the reason they did that was because, you know, people got a random rarity of land. So they didn't want to make it unfair just because they got lucky on a, on a large day. Uh, you know, they should get more, more stuff for that way too. So I love that. It's going to be a nice fair balance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I can imagine that clay token is going to be, uh, you know, pretty prominent for whatever it is they're doing. Because I can, imagine, I know they've already talked about doing different accessories and things to decorate your clay um, inside the space. Pants for Tom. Yep. You want pants? pants. Yeah. <laughs> Have a pants off, dance off, dude. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Clay's. I'm a big fan of what they got going on, and um, I'm sure most people inside the space are too. Um, we're kind of moving to the last like back half of this we'll kind of get some rapid sire stuff of what's going on inside the CNT space. Um, what's minting this week? Um, we have brightly will already have minted by the time you're listening to this. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forget with these Wednesdays yeah. to go into Thursday. So this huh? is a weird one because it's already going to be out. So, you know, you could be listening to this right now and the floor is uh, 8,000 and that means we did a great job or the floor is 10 <laughs> and that means it was TJ's fault. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's because I minted it. <laughs> <laughs> right um brightly if we talked about these guys a few weeks ago on the channel um before the, uh, the mint date got announced and stuff like that but they minted on april 28th so if you're listening to this on a friday it minted the day before and like you said if it's doing great great um you're welcome if not um you know good luck DMTJ, whatever um, yeah hit me up i'll give you his address you can send him an email <laughs> yeah but um these guys these, these are these got our these got your eye tj really oh yeah i was in there early i mean it seems like we're kind of in the wave of 3D profile pictures right now. Not to say there wasn't 3D projects, you know, back even in 2021, but right now it kind of seems like that's that's what's hot. Everyone's coming out with their, their 3D versions um, or just 3D projects. We're getting a lot of that, but these do look, they, they look good. Yeah, the older, you notice a lot of the attributes too, like they're what you did, we just talked about overexposed a little bit ago. 
Um, you know, the, you look at these now, it's that 3D artwork. I think if anything, it's in forcing the space to have to be evolved and, and set a higher standard for itself um, in certain aspects. So whether 3D is more advanced than, you know, 2D, that's, that's subjective, you know, in that case, and doesn't, isn't necessarily the case that this is better because it's in 3D. It's just something that catches your eye though, for sure. Um, and one thing that you notice about these things, if you look, they have like the roots and the dirt and stuff like that. This is like a green like type project where they are, you know, they're heavily involved as far as like donations and charity and just creating a greener planet is what this uh, project is built around. I believe if I remember reading right inside of uh, the discord for them, and I'm not like super well versed into the project at all, but they get one tree planted uh, in an Amazon rainforest per NFT minted over there. So um, 5,555 of these things. So if, if they sell out, they got, you know, 5,555 new trees into the ecosystem. That's wild. Um, so it's, you, you're seeing that stuff and we're big fans of like Cardano trees and stuff too. So it's cool when you see real world, like use cases for NFTs and, you know, this is essentially like almost like crowdfunding some of this stuff too, in a sense, uh, for certain things. Uh, Jack, I know, I don't know if you got a chance to even see these things at all or haven't seen them, but well, uh, initial impressions, if you haven't, I, just seeing them for the first time now but um yeah i think you're right 3d projects like right now um everyone's everyone's interested in them i think because they do catch your eye and uh mm -hmm. they, they look good they look good i mean they look detailed it's really detailed i think yeah. you can do a little more fun i mean even like there's a good example voodoo brigada that came out you know october um september uh that was yeah. a 3d project back in the day but you know just all these you can with a 3D, when you can really kind of get a better feel for like the texture and like the lighting and stuff, you know, is it matte? Is it shiny? Yeah. Um, they can do a lot of fun stuff as far as that goes. You can get into a lot more of the detail than just like a base 2D image, you know, obviously beyond just seeing a, a another side to it, you know, a third, a third dimension to the siding, but like actually the texture and feel of it and look of it, they can do a lot with it. Yeah. Well, this to me too, outside of like, I mean, obviously anything that helps the environment and does, you know, they're really, that's, that's really what their goal is over here. Uh, I mean, that's awesome. You know, that it's cool to see that that's being done to have awesome artwork to kind of back it up is even better. Um, I really do appreciate like the little details, like I said, the rooting and the dirt and stuff like that. It looks really well done. Um, for me, this reminds me like video game wise, big video game fan. Um, like maybe like a Titanfall, um, something maybe like Overwatch, um, somewhere in that like realm uh, of video games. I don't know if oh, you guys like have a Bastion. Seen. Definitely mm -hmm. looks like a Bastion for sure for, for any Overwatch fans. That's what yeah. it looks like. It yeah. looks like a little bit some of the robots in Wally. -E. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, it it definitely looks good. I don't know what the reference to the robot versus like the dirt being like in there. And I, again, I don't I'm not very well versed in what it is. Um, and then this could pull you know a complete 180 and be something even crazier than I think. Um, but it's it's definitely like it looks very well done and uh it's got it's eye-catching to me um and, and it, it, like i said it's pushing that space into that uh that new standard i'd say um, you'll get you'll get the rare one don't worry i hope so man <laughs> we'll see what happens over there but tj i think there's what there's 5555 of these things yes um and then what are they uh 9 a.m eastern on 9 a.m eastern so they've already minted yeah 130 12 hours before this show comes out so 24 you, hours you could do three at a time though too so the two tokens would be 115 each if you do three it's like 100 each so the, the tiers up or down so the say. more you buy the less the cheaper it gets yeah mm -hmm. gotcha so if you want to buy just one 130 to 115 300 and then it goes from there so, so everyone would already have known that though because it's video come after it. well yeah no i'm just curious though too <laughs> for like anybody pricing purposes right like we always we've talked about this though on the show too is when you set a high mint price like that 
um, you have an expectation to kind of live up to as well, because a lot of the times in this space, whether people like it or not, they're there to flip and make money. Um, so if you set a high bar for a floor um, after mint price, you know, and you don't maintain that, the you know that that fud starts to kick in and people start to panic and they dump the project and they can they can uh, sometimes hurt it and then it takes a little while for it to recover if it really is a good project or uh, sometimes it can tank projects completely. So uh, that's an interesting take. That's a pretty high mint price for a single token one thirty. I haven't seen one that high in a while. I'll never understand that. I always say this, and we said this in earlier episodes. I'll never understand listing under mint price, and I don't get that. Like, why would you do that? I mean, I guess maybe if you need a little bit of ADA fast, but like significantly mm-hmm. listing lower than the actual mint price. I mean, I don't get that. I don't think they do. I don't think they take it in terms of mint price. Usually it's just panic. It's, you it's fighting back, the floor. You yeah. They just start, yeah. They, they, they start panicking. One person, um, you know, has it posted at a rate and they, next guy comes in, beats him. The next guy comes in and beats him. And they're all just fighting over getting the lowest one until all of a sudden it's below mint price from those idiots fighting. And then everyone else panics and goes, Oh shit, it's below mint. I need to get rid of this now before it's worth zero. And then everyone's just selling for 10 ADA. And it's like, you, you guys are fools. Yeah. Or, or you play the big brain play at the whales is you buy a couple buy of these up. things, yeah. you dump them down well, to a very low price. Do, yeah. Everybody yeah. freaks you out. And then they come back, scoop them all up. And then the mm-hmm. project goes and corrects. Um, it's a, it's a mind game, dude. It's crypto, right? Like it's the wild west out here and anything can kind of happen. Um, but yeah, I, I think these are, are something that I'll definitely be trying to get at least one of, um, I, I just like the way it looks. Um, I'm a fan of that and to kind of, if it, it supports the earth and they actually, you know, are, that's what they're doing and great, you know, happy to be a part of that, um, and see what happens. So if you minted that, like I said, and you're listening and it did well, you're welcome. If you didn't, it's TJ's fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of another 3D artwork too, uh, like you said, we're, we're pushing into this side of the space is Chains of War. This is minting and you can uh, actually listen to the podcast and this can take some useful information from this. Uh, April 29th, Friday, um, the day we're dropping this at 1400 UTC, which is what, two o'clock UTC? I did my military time right. Yeah, it's two p.m. UTC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, this remind this project right here is another one that has a lot going on to it. Um, the white paper is like forty-eight pages. They've already dropped it prior to the mint actually happening. Um, so they've kind of already given you a little bit of an expectation. There's a lot of stuff inside of it, and it reminds me literally of like World of Warcraft or something. One hundred percent. I love it. Yeah, uh, Jack. Have you got a chance to check this out at all? I did read the white paper briefly, um, but. I like I'm I'm not into the whole like uh feel of, like the the theme of it I guess um yeah I mean that's just me like I think compared to other projects like they have put out you know you know 48 page white paper before the mint which to me is a pretty good sign right like that's a pretty good sign that they're going for to real? be developing something a little bit more long term at least I think so so I like that for sure yeah. And it's at least, like you said, nobody would have went through all that trouble with all this designs to probably, you know, yeah. at least you would think to not just kind of dump on everybody once everything's kind of promised you something, you know, nice mm-hmm. and pretty, and then it just disappears. Um, I, I enjoy it. I haven't really dove, dove too much into this one either. I know, um, Blake, um, Blake CNFT, we were big fans of as well. He did a very deep dive and got say, a chance yeah. to talk to one of the creators over there too. Um, he actually read all 48 pages of the white paper on stream one night. He read um, it on stream. I know he did that. Yeah. He did like a long video on that. So shout out to Sitting him. in front man. of a fireplace. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just like a whole <laughs> like story time. Welcome to fireplace chats with Blake CMT. Yeah. Like the dude with the guitar, right? Playing. Next now see these ones. I, 
I like the uh, the the plans they have or what they're you know selling as far as what the project's going to be. This is a 3D one that I, I wasn't like super necessarily crazy about the art personally. Really? Uh, just really, yeah, just really wasn't my style. I don't know. Uh, to me, it's like I mean, I'm I'm thrown right now a little bit because I get like the World of Warcraft vibe there, and then all of a sudden I'm back in like Iron Man, um, like over there. So it's definitely got some different like factions. What about with the Mohawk? That would look sick. This one? Yeah, that one. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just it's a different take for everybody, right? Like everybody's got a little feel to it, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and, and you can't argue that. Like everybody, like it's everything subjective. People might think that you know some of the stuff where we talk about it like sucks, or you know, like that's. But this is like the dopest thing to them in the world. Uh, so I mean, whatever it is that like works for you, it's just a matter of like, is this something you're going to participate in? Is this something that people are going to buy into? And then you know, can they even build up to what they're like projecting? Like, this is very high quality, whatever, you know, the stuff that they're putting out there. It's not just like a, it doesn't look like it. They just threw it together, you know? Um, and it's got these different classes. I, and like, Well, they, they showed you the name of the different classes. So you scroll past it a little bit up more, go up right there, down. Hadaki. Right Humans. Yep. Hadaki. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was looking through the white paper when I was going through this and they kind of detail like some of the NFT portion of this, uh, as far as the NFTs go. Um, and they have two, I guess, two different types of NFT collections that are collectibles and heroes in here. So the chains of work like collectibles, these are more uh, like a limited NFT collection for them that has more like visualized information, 2D artwork. Um, and it's more about like the actual, uh, I guess, environment and lore and stuff like that. Uh, but these have utility as far as voting rights and staking rewards. But then you also have the Genesis holders like uh, Jack earlier, we were getting a chance to talk as far as like dead fixes where you have like the Genesis 10,000 hmm. of these. Uh, they're, th- they're, they're the 3D based ones that we just saw earlier, both male and female with four uh, known species. Um, and they have different multiple clans and tribes. Um, so outside of that, you're going to be able to, you know, hold the Genesis heroes. And then eventually you're going to be able to bring those heroes in game and you get an exclusive airdrop of your Genesis token to be able to use in game. And if you don't have a, what you don't happen to get one of the Genesis, you're able to buy in, I believe, um, without one, right. Just to kind of, to play the game itself. Um, I don't know if anybody knows more on that, but that's kind of what I got out of this, uh, reading, you know, some of this white paper. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, these are, dude, I, again, I'm going to have to go back and watch Blake's video um, outside of this because there's so much going on um, with dynamic NFTs, um, you know, for this is where I get interested because it's the game, the gamification of just anything uh, over here as NFTs make their way into that where you can actually, you know, it's not just like, hey, I got an NFT. I'm going to be able to drop it inside this little like 3D world. Like, what do you like now? I can actually mint an NFT that a weapon or whatever it is, and I can apply that and actually use that in game. Um, and I can, you know, upgrade my character at some point to a point where if I want to sell my account or whatever it may be, I can now use that as my NFT to push out and it becomes valuable because I've put the hours in or I've collected the certain resources or, you know, I just mm-hmm. I did something rare. Like, that's that's where I can kind of start to see some of this stuff. And you're starting to see. Well, like it rewards stuff. the holders and the players of the game, which is awesome. Well, it's decentralizing video games, right? Like, yeah. and, and putting it into this thing, like that's that's where I find it interesting. Because uh, Jack, I don't know if you game at all or are a gamer yeah, at all. Yeah, I do a lot. I do a lot. Do you? What's some of your favorite stuff? I mean, I play a lot of like I haven't played that many games lately, but like I'll play anything. I mean, most growing up, mostly I played like Call of Duty and like Minecraft, pretty much. Like, yeah. yeah. But n- and now I play like pretty much any game um like if just like 
would I try out a bunch of different things like I don't know, Risk Rain, stuff like that. And like I love Dead Risk like all yeah. those I like ro- roguelikes are really fun. But uh, I wish th- I hope there's a Cardano roguelikes. I know there was like Cardano Warriors and stuff, but I hope there's more yeah. things like that. So those, uh, those would be fun, I think. Yeah. Well, isn't it cool though, too? The fact like I know we talked about cornucopias in the past too, but these games that like here where you're able to mint something, it mm-hmm. you know, turns your weapon or whatever it may be, your yeah. vehicle, and you can actually use it. And like you it, can and own it, it, and you actually own it. Like it's your NFT. So like, even if they're like game shuts down, you can still trade the assets, right? It's not like Steam Marketplace. I don't know. If yeah, like you've, yeah. You've oh, tried yeah. selling yep. and buying on there, like, um, like CS:GO skins. Like one, they just kind of like, you had skins, and they kind of just like, they, like they could just disable, like or take your stuff away, and like, there's yeah. no way it could, that could happen on like if it's on the blockchain, it's on NFT. They could ban your account. They could do all yeah. kinds of things and shut you down. So if you're like a streamer or somebody popular inside the space and you, you know, you made your living off that. And then one day you did something that they didn't like, they could shut you down. No problem. Uh, and here, I mean, you own everything. Um, and that's, that's where I, I get excited about this kind of stuff. And um, these guys, again, I'm not, I don't know long-term if that's, you know, that they're able to execute that, then that's amazing. Uh, it's a cool to see, you know, they've got a very good visual uh, representation of the project so far, at least through this white paper. Um, mm. And it's very detailed. So I appreciate that. Um, this is something one where I need to dive deeper into and like, just even like a Mikasi or something like we were talking earlier, like you can't be inside of everything. And I will, we will miss some of this stuff. Um, but this is one that's definitely caught people's attention. Um, and it's, it's detailed out enough where if they're able to execute, they got a, they, you know, they got some sort of a first mover advantage at a, uh, at a higher level, I'd say, um, outside of that. And it just opens up a cool avenue, like marketplaces and upgrading your NFTs. And yeah, it's, it's, it's fun, man. So I will, I will agree with like what you said, Jack, like seeing a 48 page white paper. Yeah. If they wanted to cut and run with everyone's ADA, there's a lot of easier ways to rug than writing yeah, they did 48 not, pages. They didn't need a white paper. Not even, yeah, you don't even need to give it, come out with a white paper. You just preview your shitty NFT and do a bunch of terrible marketing all over Twitter with bots and giveaways. And then, you know, you do a little rug pull thing. Not that they're doing that. I'm saying, like, for those projects, it's usually mm-hmm. pretty clear when someone's doing that. And it's very low effort cash grab type thing. And I mean, this would be the, the most effort I'd ever seen in something like that. So definitely um, kind of helps you know, ease, ease your uh, suspicions or anything like that. If, yeah. you know, the suspicions we all kind of care with any new project we're looking into seeing a 48 page white paper is nice. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm playing kind of catch up as we're I'm like reading and listening to some of this stuff, but even just what this is saying right here is like where you're able to kill a high level and uh, like enemy loot and then bring this epic valuable sword that you just earned in game and then put it onto the marketplace. Like I remember back in the day, like I played World of Warcraft very minimally, but I know TJ was definitely like into it where you would just have that whole secondary in-game market um, there for you to guys to, to buy. And sometimes people would just trade accounts or sell stuff on like eBay and all these other things to be able to buy this. Can you imagine now like, dude, I just earned one of the sickest swords. I got one of the best drops and now I can actually go sell it or use it in game to actually play. I wonder if this right here is an in-game screenshot because that looks really good. The map, the mini map, the health bar up there, the visual. I'm assuming that's an orc or something, but that looks really good. Yeah. Well, I said I've I've done enough research into it. And I don't want to like you know these guys get on here. Oh, you guys are just talking about this. Like, no, I'm kind of just looking at it. You know, because it's definitely caught my eye. Um, it's something that I definitely will look into if it's um you know if it turns out to be what it what it's starting to portray itself. 
Uh, but it's just an interesting concept, right? Like we're getting to the point where we were trading profile pictures, you know, a year ago, just because it was the technology was available finally on the blockchain. So now here we are where they're building video games that are actually able to utilize the function of an NFT and that whole world, you know, NFTs are evolving just in general, um, whether it's on our blockchain or not. Um, so that's exciting I, for sure. Yeah. So shout out to, uh, you know, these guys over here, if, um, the 29th, I'll definitely make sure that I'm trying to pick one of these things up because outside of the, you know, whether I like the artwork or not, but if I can actually play it in game and upgrade myself, that's what I want, I want to play. In uh, game. I'm cool. Like I'm, I'm definitely down about that. You know, um, they're more of a digital world is what they're trying to build, I guess. So it's not, a, they're not claiming to be a metaverse, um, over here. So, but they're contributing to it. So we'll see what happens with them. Uh, shout out to these guys as well. Um, one of the last like topics um, we wanted to kind of kick into, and I mean, dude, we could go down a rabbit hole with this one um, as well. No oh, pun man. intended is a uh, dead rabbit resurrection society. Um, these you guys, did, we, I, 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 I hundred percent did um, on these guys. And uh, Jack, I don't know if you got a chance to pick one of these up or have seen these guys inside the space. Um, ha have you got a chance to look at any of this stuff? I did. I did mint some. I was on the whitelist, and then uh, nice. I haven't. Lo I haven't looked oh, at the nice. hunt too much, but uh -huh. I, I've seen some people going pretty deep. Right. Like spending a lot of hours on trying to decipher it. Well, we were uh, like last week when we were doing the podcast. It was like towards the back of uh, the back end, as we call it over here, and we were like kind of breezing through mints that were happening. And this was one of the ones that fell in like that gray area, I believe. Right. Like where we were talking about it on a Wednesday, but it was minting on a Thursday. Um, so it happened and I didn't mint it, but I started to see some people post in our discord and that saw Twitter starting to kind of rumble about it a little bit and started looking at the artwork. And I was like, you know what, like this actually those traits, you know, it looks pretty well done. Um, I really like the art. They started to do really. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to like, like why, you know, they, they were doing decent. They had, they shot around up to like 185 floor the night that I was looking at them after we finished up and me and TJ, the TJ kind of was left me. And then he could kind of see me just being like, he's like, dude, I'm going to let you go, but you're going to buy left. You. It was like 12, 45. I was like, I'm going to bed. I know you're going to stay on longer. I have to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then Jack, like you said, like I was not on the white list. This is one that I wasn't like, I wouldn't say it's not on my radar, but it was just something that I didn't hadn't planned on minting. Um, just because there was just so much going on at that time. Um, but one thing that like started to happen is like, you know, I got onto the website and I was like, well, these have already minted. I missed out on here because they sold out in 22 seconds. Like it was quick, yeah. like it was super fast. Um, and so like, obviously there was demand for it. Damn. Um, like very, very fast. Um, and then from there, the website, like you started to play around with it and look around and you're like, there's all these little like secret links and these little things like there was riddles built in. There's a bunch of lore. Um, and they started talking about these alien rabbit gods and all this stuff. And I was like, what, what is going on with this project? Like, why is there so much hype behind it? And then this, they got me with a treasure hunt. And that's where I started to like dive deep because if you like looked at any of the rabbits over here, some of them had these, uh, these little tags on their ears. Um, and they kind of looked, I don't know if I can pull one that has a, this little page or this app. So they had like these little QR codes that were built into them. Um, and if you went ahead and scanned some of these QR codes, this is where I started to get into like CNFT dot tools. And I'm sitting there like looking at these rabbits and I'm like, well, some of these things have like these little orange things on. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and uh, what does that mean? Like you had to do a nice zoom in. I took a QR reader. This is at like now 2 a.m. And it took me to a website that looked like this. And it was just like hunt for the rabbit running. And it gave me clue one. And I just was like, 
I don't know. What does that mean, man? Like, uh, what am I doing? So next thing I did, I was like, well, Morse code, maybe like, is the only other thing like that, that could make sense. So I literally like got on a website, converted this into Morse code. And this was like my actual input. And it was like in a city near uh, Boston agreeing. Uh, so again, this is, an, this is what I got. This is, I had somebody else had it, but uh, a green gift from China. The name of the father is first. Uh, was like the riddle that came with this. And I was like, oh man, I'm so onto this. I'm going to get through all these. I'm going to do all 10 or nine or 10 of these things. I go into the discord and everybody already had like, they were way past that like a day ago. Like they, <laughs> they had like laughed me on everything. Um, but uh, they, are, they were searching for um, certain links and certain websites. And as people started to see, uh, there were six of these alien rabbit gods that people were able to to go ahead and find through those riddles and those clues. Um, and it, some, I think six, I think all six of these have minted, right? Oh, so um, that's, that's the Ronin, the special one that you know, this is, this is, oh, this okay. is, this one right here is Salinar. So there's like the Tesseract is like the last name. Tesseract is the last mm -hmm. name for this. Um, and there's, these are different, uh, alien rabbit guard, uh, like alien gods, oh, okay. as they call them. And each one of these has, you know, they're all the one of ones. They all look very cool again. Um, this is one of my favorite ones right here. This one's just I like would have loved to have seen like a Roger rabbit derivative, like up there. That'd be really cool. Dude, it's it was crazy to see this. And they or even have Jessica Rabbit one. Yeah, yeah, oh, that'd be, that'd be good too. Uh, I like it because they got the shout out to Mast on Buttons too, a throwback to back in the day. I love that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you look, they had like uh this lore entries to each uh each different um one of those alien rabbit guys. But this whole this whole thing led to like a search um for those uh you know those rabbits that eventually that people minted, and I believe they got like five thousand ADA to like attached to it. So they earned 5,000 ADA plus got one of these rabbit gods uh, over there for finding it. So it was way more in depth than just being like some cool artwork. And then on top of that, I know they have a uh, events plan, like the dead rabbit. I forget the name of the, the event. It's like a dead rabbit. Like, fuck, what was the name of that thing? I'm over here. Um, it's like a hunt that they have coming up for this. Um, like some like event. Hunt for the rabbit Ronin? Well, they have like, yeah, the hunt for the rabbit Ronin. People are still, even in the Discord right now, there's a whole channel dedicated for the hunt for the rabbit Ronin. Um, and they're over here, Ronin. Um, and <laughs> and they're they're still looking for it. They haven't figured it out yet. Um, and it says when all 10 clues are solved together, they comprise a treasure hunt. And the winner of that hunt will discover a seeker that allows them to claim a treasure and one ultra rare ra um, alien rabbit guide. Um, and then 5,000 ADA and the clues goes live as soon as this is what pretty much got everybody to like go. And we were thinking about like old money status where like the vault hunt was happening and people were like looking at every little detail. Um, I played a lot of destiny, like, uh, as I was gr growing up over there throughout the years and they had this raids that had all these like ARG and different websites and it led people to all these different things. Um, so it reminded me of that and that kind of drew you. And then they didn't originally release like even the rarities at the time They like CNFT tools hadn't really been updated and JPEG or CNFT jungle was just getting going. But even if you read like their little website to it, um, you know, they didn't tell you what it was, but it was like, if you pull a rabbit, that's gold, calico or iridescent, that's rare. So they even gave you like little riddles on the website, um, to kind of pull some stuff before all that stuff even happened. So that's how I started to get introduced to it. Um, hmm. and then uh, Jack, I don't know, do you know, like, or did you dive anywhere deep into this or did you kind of, I mint and you're not. like, I just minted. I like, they look cool. Like, so I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty that's much it. So I didn't even I, know it went this deep. Like I really didn't. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I, for me, I'm like, holy, like you can see, like, says not all these have, uh, like some of them have like certain clues, like one through 10 to, for those, uh, alien God ones, but others have like that, de uh, that event that's going to be coming up for them. 
Um, so there's there's a community stuff that's built into these as well. Uh, but you did see the floor for these really start to take off the last week. I think they approached almost a 500 ADA floor at one point. Um, and I think they've corrected a little bit now, TJ. I don't know if you have a, a, a floor check while we're doing this. Yes, but. sir. I'm curious how, like, the Ronin's going to fit in because that's like a masterless right samurai. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. 365? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've corrected. Yeah, but they, I saw a couple, and they have like the headband. It has like the Japanese rising sun on it, and so they definitely have like a, a Japanese theme. Yeah, the samurai swords and the Ronin were like samurai who's you know master died or I guess kicked him out or whatever, and just wandered around. So I wonder how that's going to play into their lore with the the rabbits. Yeah, and there's, they're also aliens too. They got that going for them. Well, this I know I saw something about Ty Lock or uh, maybe I'm pronouncing that wrong. There's like different. I was like, I literally was at one point at night where I was highlighting this text right here. And, you know, a lot of the different like fonts. I was like trying to decode this font to figure out there was like a secret like word behind it. Like that's how deep I was going with it because I was still oh like God. enamored with like what it was, you know. Um, so these guys and people still haven't figured it out yet fully um so that's i mean obviously that's pretty cool that they're that they're doing that right now like every little detail like apparently matters uh for this stuff so makes it uh, fun makes you part of the community and have fun together and try to figure this out oh this this just takes nfts like i said to it like we're we're beyond the path so just you can just drop it it looks cool and people are a part of that community this is like now going one step further with this stuff and really building like a brand um building something behind this stuff so Jack, I guess. community engagement interaction too kind of yeah. getting them really involved yeah. beyond just like that's cool i like that uh, jack it sounds like you got some uh digging into some I research do. today i have to catch up dude <laughs> i mean now but, i'm caught up a bit but yeah, yeah. well these guys um I, I gotta go read the lore somebody said to go it takes about 20 minutes uh to go read through these different entries uh to kind of figure out where it is but everybody says if you're in the project definitely go ahead and uh, take a chance on this stuff so um if they've already kind of shot that high i can imagine as more information comes out it's going to get uh it, it could it could potentially be something bigger down the line um so you didn't just read it Tommy. you just scrolled through it no i just <laughs> i'm a speed reader dude i just yeah. go right right through it all like uh, uh sounder from what's that that uh, uh the book series girl with a dragon tattoo she reads like that she's got like perfect photographic memory just like looks at the paper and it's done Oh, that's not me though uh, but anyway shout out to dead rabbits um, i know people have been asking we we completely brushed over that one um the last week we we're like oh this look cool and then then they did that um one of the one of the last towards things that we wanted to talk uh, just quick mention not really talk but um just where you can also things do well inside of space and then things uh, can sometimes struggle a little bit too um tom we, we this was a kind of a shock surprise announcement to us because we were big uh, just, sad yeah, we were like we were big so much. Big fans of what uh, they I were trying to build. One. Mm-hmm. I minted one as well, um, and it was just like the 3D Game Boy. They had like the batteries, the little games. It just it was, and they had some. I think Yummy Universe was uh, one of the ones they did. Happy Hoppers. Happy Hoppers yep. Um, I was Soho Kids. Maybe Sushi um, Bites or Asian Sushi Bites. Which one yeah. was it? Yeah, and they had some high secondary sales too, um, which was really cool. And then all of a sudden there was an update on the page over here to basically where the guy was just like, uh, this was not going goal, my yeah. way. Yeah. It wasn't going my way. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and refund everybody who purchased. Um, I just can't keep up with it. My, and one thing I referenced in there while I was reading that was, it wasn't necessarily about the sales, but it was like the mental burnout that was like taking over his life too. Um, from, from being in this world. 
um, of like NFTs and just, you know, he's having trouble with stuff. And I couldn't imagine like, you know, I, I, to some degree have even just doing what we're doing, have felt that too. Of uh, just like, dude, this is a lot today. I just, I don't know if I can sit down and like grind this out after work today. Like I'm, I'm busy. So I can only imagine the pressure and Jack, I don't know if you can speak on that at all, especially creating your own project and demands that come with doing that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, after like stick wins the day stick for cemented, I was like, pro- like for 14 hours on my computer, like replying people in discord and like trying to sort things out. Um, and then, like, even after that, for like a few weeks, like, I was like, I didn't recover from that for like, probably a month and a half, like didn't get back to like, full energy, I guess you could say. Yeah, but it is. It is a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, like you're making Ada, you're like, you're having fun, but it is still like, at the time, it's like, it's a still lot of work, stress though. Like, it's stress, a lot of stress yeah. mentally. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, it's like you got to be present, right? It's not like you can just release what you want to release and then just sit back and like watch it exactly. go. Like you have to be actively engaged with your community to keep it going because otherwise it, it does. Unfortunately, people want that instant gratification and that instant like satisfaction. And if you're not there all the time and like, you know, giving them confidence, like, yeah, dude, it can it can go the other way. And I definitely yeah. probably get into a dark place and imagine. Um, I mean, nothing specific to Gizmo too. I think it's easy for like, it's easy to forget that, you know, the artists and devs are like regular people. Exactly. And, you know, again, not necessarily Gizmo specifically, but even if it's a project that you think is the shittiest thing possible, uh, if the dev and artists, like it could be their actual best attempt. And, you know, most people want to, they want to be proud of what they're doing and the work they're putting in, especially if they are really giving an honest effort. So like you said, you're in Discord the entire time. You know, we see it all the time with Mints where our team has been up for, past you know 52 hours just making sure things are getting minted out properly that the metadata all worked okay that there's not duplicates or anything like that helping people with the refunds um so i can definitely see how that can can burn you out and and take its toll over time i mean we see it just uh just trying to get in the discord sometimes every day i mean like oh yeah not that it's a grind or burn to do that it's more like i'm doing other things like my normal work that does burn me out and I realized, man, I haven't been in Discord in three hours. Let me see what's going on over there. And that's the kind of stuff like I need sometimes because it's just everything at once gets so hectic. It's easy to, to just be drained. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like really giving it your all, like I'm fully invested in this and to just see it not be as successful as you originally oh, hoped. Yeah, um, that's that's a whole other uh, thing. And I know there's two takes to this, right? Like there's the the, the creator portion of this and then there's the investor side, too. Um, so the people, you know, we, I, I mean, this has happened one other time that I was big that I can remember, obviously, was Coco Locos back in the day. Um, everybody mentioned those uh, with Dan. Then they kind of like were giving this back to the, you know, and they refunded everybody their original mint price. Um, and they did the same thing. They refunded 60. It came out to 66, eight. I think they minted for 69, maybe. Um, but so basically it roughly came out to 66, eight per device. But what didn't happen though, is like, you think you feel for the people who were on a secondary market. I was going to say those secondary sales were high, man. I feel bad over purchased. Yeah. So, and uh, that's the, I mean, at the end of the day, this is why you say it's a risky investment. Like really it, you could lose, you could lose everything. If nothing's guaranteed in this space. Um, so it's always important to remember that is it does it suck absolutely but just know that i mean our clay everything could go to zero tomorrow if, if something crazy happened you um, don't say that I, no I, I don't think that will happen but i'm just saying like <laughs> it could happen right like there's always that possibility and i did see i remember seeing a good tweet actually from uh i think it was dj and travis of like if you're all your nfts went to zero tomorrow would you be okay 
And if the answer is no, then maybe you need to kind of diversify yourself a little bit or, or you know, liquidate yourself I mean, a little bit. I, I mean, to be honest, though, that question is like, who, who really is okay though? Like if you, if you say, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. Like that's, I'm, I'm to me, that's BS in my opinion. Like if I, if everyone lost all their NFTs and all they went to zero, like you're going to be upset about it. It's going to be very difficult not oh, yeah. to be upset about going to zero. I, I mean, I would be absolutely. I'm just saying though, but if that was like, I lost my net worth or whatever it was because they were all here. As opposed to like a 10% hit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have things in other, other assets, other blockchains, other, you know, DeFi. Yeah. Like that's where it gets like scary. Like sometimes so, and it's easy to get lost in this world, especially doing it as much as we do. And Jack, I can imagine being on your side because you not only do YouTube, you do your project and then you have a stake pool too. Like that's a lot of work, man. Like you're full time into this. So I don't yeah. know any, like thoughts on that. Like if like, you know what i mean the secondary sales like that that i can imagine but it, it's also not your responsibility though at the same time I, I guess you know people bought in because they wanted to buy in it's this is a it's you didn't expect this and you know it, it does suck to see that um yeah i don't know it's it's definitely it's just sad i just like the art you know it's one of yeah. the for my in my opinion you know one of the better art projects that you didn't see really make it i was surprised they honestly didn't sell out i remember we were talking to um uh, the daily chronicle of christine chronic uh and we were it was just minting and it still hadn't sold out then but i was like i think people will be a little bit slow maybe to kind of get on it like they were with block owls because the art is impressive they had the recognition of some bigger projects too for for just how good the art was um and getting those kind of collabs going um it, it is just disappointing you know like, i'm curious because it i mean it seems like a lot of it too was like you know the the, the personal toll that, that just this whole process taking because i I want to know really what the goal was. Like, what did what did they need to make? Because they were very close. It's not like they had a 10k project and they sold you know 20. Like they they sold a majority of the project. So I'm kind of curious what the goal was. And and yeah. they, who knows? Maybe you know maybe personal will be able stuff to take could have built, and, uh, built them out. Yeah, and take those. I mean, those NFTs still exist too. So you know maybe we'll see some sort of community resurgence. Uh, you know who knows these days. Yep. So I just wanted to shout shout that out because we did talk about it on the show and I felt like, you know, to do a follow up on something like that, that, you know, you know, never know why. Again, the guy could be going through some personal stuff and it could not have been about the financial part of that at all. And could have mm -hmm. just been like, I need to get out. I can't do this anymore. And I, I'm burnt. And at least I'm not going to just disappear. I'll at least refund you guys your money and I'm out kind of thing. Cause I just, he was a good person. So, um, yeah, dude, sorry, sorry, sad to see them go, but hopefully, uh, I hope to see somebody kind of pick this back up somewhere because it was a cool concept of what they were doing. The artwork was dope, and uh, it was just a fresh take on something different inside of space. So, yeah, outside of that, but uh, yeah, outside of that, man, um, to kind of bring bring it back up a little bit, the spirits over there, uh, dude. Uh, it's been uh, been a fun night over here, Jack. I don't know if we might have set a record over here for longest podcast i don't know if this is the case <laughs> on the show yet uh we're coming up probably closer on three hours which is uh has it been that has long it been that long i hope not have we really yeah. kept you that long i feel and so we have. bad now it's 11 oh, almost over here yeah, uh, quick. yeah and uh to kind of just uh, say thank you again jack for uh kind of jumping onto the show tonight man i know this is probably I don't know, have you done a podcast yet yeah or have you done i know you've done some um, interviews and stuff but I've I don't I've only hopped on with Kaizen once I okay. think and that's pretty much it yeah I think so yeah hey, honorable yeah I was just sorry we, again we we do this so no, long no, no worries yeah We're but good. um I wanted to kind of end it with a with a question over here and uh, on a positive note is um 
you know, what makes you excited for the future of the CNFT space and where we're kind of going right now? Like anything in specific or just, um, just the overall sentiment of what you kind of can envision seeing going forward with this? It does excite me a lot seeing, uh, seeing the quality of everything increasing lately. Mm -hmm. um, but also just in general, like just being inside of the projects that I've been in for so long, seeing them get more attention and more, you know, more people are coming in and also more people are paying attention to those projects. So they're getting more kind of attention that they deserve. Um, but overall, I think sentiment wise, I'm just, I'm just excited to see where things go. Cause like, I have no idea. Like I have no idea yeah. where we're going to be in, you know, three, four five, six, well, I don't even two months. Like, I don't even know. Dude, doesn't um, it move so fast? Like think yeah. about a year ago for you, like you were just getting started into the Cardano journey mm -hmm. and uh, here you are now with all these different things going on. I can imagine, did you ever have any idea? It was this ever a goal to do stuff of what you're doing now, or is this just all stuff that kind of evolved over time? Uh, I mean, I didn't know that it would lead, like everything would lead to this when I made my Cardano YouTube channel. At the time, I was thinking like, hey, I'll get like, make, I'll just make a living off YouTube income. But um, it definitely turned into a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your favorite part about what you're doing right now? Uh, I don't know. Probably still just the YouTube videos. That's what I'm curious about. It's been a year now. So is that kind of like, I'm sure it's up and down. Some weeks you're real excited. Some weeks yeah, you get to talk about like some passionate that. news. Is there some so, weeks where it's just like, oh man, got four episodes yeah. this week. Sometimes it's like, sometimes it's like, hey, um, I got to make a video today. I don't really want to. Cause like, sometimes I don't have that much to say. Cause like, after you make 400 videos, like I feel, a lot of it's just repeating myself. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it is like new news, new things come up. So there's always stuff to talk about. Um, but like not all the time you do want to talk about it on a video, right? Yeah. No, I can imagine, especially being solo too. I think that's where if we, we were, I, I would teach you originally when we were doing this in the start was like, dude, you should make a channel on this because you know a little bit about this. And I'm like, I just don't have the men, like the mental like state to want to do that, to want to take that chance. Um, and that's kind of where it was like, hey, maybe we just go talk about it. And that evolved us into what we are now. Uh, so I can only imagine the solo aspect of that, of like getting the motivation to jump on. And like, I could be excited about something, but dude, I'm just, I don't want to talk about it. I just, I am excited yeah. about it, you know? And then, uh, but yeah, I, I think the stake pools for what you get, what you're doing, man, um, inside the space is, is amazing. I, I love to see the evolution of what you've done so far. Um, and then where you're kind of going, man, I'm serious. excited to see the next uh, few months here. Um, and on top of that, dude, maybe uh, we'll see you over at scene of TCon. Right? I say, hopefully For see sure. you in October. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if anything, uh, if, any, if anybody's looking to figure out what more about where they can find out what you got going on or best place to reach you, I know uh, you're in the basement, but where else can they find you? I'm just on Twitter and on YouTube, both at Jack Fricks, J-C-K-F-R-I-K-S. And that's it. Nice. And yeah. that uh maybe I hit him with a good morning, something like that. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. Good morning. Yeah, I know you had to write <laughs> that. We were always curious, did you get the good morning handle uh from Ada or uh, is that somebody else? No, I didn't. I got basement though. Ah so. oh, that, that's perfect. Good. nice. Right. There you go. <laughs> that, I always wondered on that. So um all right. Well, yeah, we'll definitely make sure to link everything in the description for you. Make sure to go check out uh Jack, his channel has amazing Cardano content on top of the NFT games too. He's a vet in the space. Um and dude, yeah, we appreciate you jumping on to the show tonight it's been a lot of fun thanks man i'm glad to have glad to be here and i'm would be welcome to coming back for sure absolutely yeah, we would love love to host you on again we'll do definitely do a follow-up episode uh for sure one of these ones so all right guys well it's been freedom after dark on not necessarily but uh i probably one of the longest podcasts we've had and uh jack if we're taking a little bit more of your time <laughs> uh we apologize but it's just ha this is what happens you know we, we talk this all day
we could probably do another four hours if we just took a break here. Um, well, like you said, gonna... even looking at the list, there's plenty of topics we could have put on there still. We left, yeah. you know, just don't get enough in there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, uh, it's been fun. Uh, appreciate everybody listening. This has been another Freedom 35ers. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace.